What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, Mr. Coach Alini. AKA the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. We back in here with one of these great shows today. I know you see the title and I know what you're thinking. Coach, you said these 304s ain't winning. <laughs> you know, there's always a caveat. You know, there's always a trick when I come in here because we be tricking anyway. How dare you? You know, there's always something, a twist that I'm going to put on this. But why? The future is definitely female and what modern men got wrong. We always talk about what modern women got wrong. Let's talk about what modern men got wrong in this situation. The future is definitely female. Absolutely. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Absolutely. Now, it doesn't mean anybody wins. Doesn't mean anybody loses. But somebody's going to lose. <laughs> okay. And it ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be me. Anyway, we got a great show planned for you today. That is going to be the main event topic. But I will say, you are choosing to watch this content. Trigger warning. And I will say, viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content. But do me a favor, hit the like button because you know what day it is. Ay, 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 ay. It is Tuesday. Data in the building. And we know we got to check in and on our favorite. Gordita. You got to get you a Gordita. That's the question. What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not yeah. your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh. No, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the ten fingers, okay? Tuesday night, Gordita. You better get you one of them, man. Get you a warm bed. Get you a warm bed out here, and that's how we do it on here. This is the coach gang, 100%. Somebody's in here talking about certain men are hating on you. Hold up. Let me check where they are. What are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> they always been hating on the coach. <laughs> Come on, man. They always been hating on the coach, man. You got to hate. But anyway, who cares about them? I only worry about CGA. I'll be like, wait a minute. Hey, listen. Kevin Samuels got the hate. They got him out of the way. Andrew Tate got the hate. They got him out of the way. And guess what? They got to step up and his CGA next up to bat. But I'm a little bit smarter than that. But anyway, man, not to belabor that point. We got a great show planned for you. This show does not promote hate or harm for any men, weak ass men, beta ass men. All right. We don't promote hate or harm for any men or women based on gender, relationship status, race or class. This show is to promote this show. This is the best entertainment here on YouTube. Tell me somebody that has more subscribers than me hating on me. <laughs> I'll wait. Tell me how many people that got more bigger profile than me hating on me. I'll wait. But we don't hate. We promote healthy relationships, especially for men in lifestyle, finances, and in emotional relationships. That's what we do over here. We ain't got no time for that. We on the show here. New, 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 new world order. 
All right, so here's check this out, man. With that being said, we got some fabulous topics for you to indulge in, but but I will let you guys know to hear to let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App, right? Coach Greg out of TV on the Venmo, right? PayPal.me on PayPal, and that is pinned to the top of the live stream, the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. New, 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 new world, order. and also you can. Donate and you can let your voice be heard on the notorious CGA channel. We in here in this, we in here in this bitch. Yes, indeed. And uh, man, we got a fantastic show planned for you today. Why the future is definitely female and what modern men got wrong. All right, we got to talk about these modern men as much as we talk about modern women. We got to talk about you, simp ninjas. All right, so let's get in here. We got a fabulous show. Let me see here. Oh, I do want to kick off the topic. I want to talk about this, and I've been talking about this for a long time. This is our whole evolution. You know, they're pushing the electric vehicles. That I'm not, I'm, I'm not in with the push. I'm fine with you purchasing an electric vehicle, but I'm not in with the push, meaning the infrastructure's not there. The infrastructure's not there. We don't have enough experience yet. Now, eventually, we'll get there, but when I see car companies and manufacturers going away, getting away from uh, lines that people like that are popular for gas, and they're totally get rid of it uh, under pressure, and they're telling people that by 2035, it's going to be all EVs, no, no gas power vehicles. So I don't see that we're ready for this. And when I say, are y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Indeed. Let's talk about this one. This is on World Star. All right. World Star Entertainment. We are all entertainment here. Let's share, let's share the screen. Apparently. Um, and I've been talking about this as well. Apparently, somebody's Tesla <laughs> burnt up. While at the charging station, and I've been talking about this as well, because uh, if you look at this, one of the problems I've been having and saying is, well, these apartment complex don't have enough charging stations. Uh, they're going to have to have a charging station at each parking spot for us to be able to have this infrastructure. Otherwise, if you only have eight charging stations at an apartment complex and most people are going to live in apartments by 2035, um, if you're going to have only eight ports or 12 ports or half the population, you're going to have situations like this where somebody leaves their Tesla charging overnight. All right. And you, you leave it charged overnight. And if there's no incentive to get them to disconnect their charge, meaning if you don't charge them for keeping it extra overnight. All right. You're going to have situations like this. Let's go ahead and bowl the film. Uh, there it is right there. For 100. Hey, I had it all set up and they gave me an advert. All right. Wow. Uh, yes. Thank you very much for that. Uh, let's see here. I had it all set up, but we'll go ahead and bowl the film when they get tired of telling me about this whack ass university that they promoting. By the way, education, mm. education is <laughs> the educational system is absolutely, absolutely atrocious. Uh, but anyway, let's let's go ahead and talk about this right here. Let's go ahead. There it is right here. Let's see volume. So these people have their Tesla charged. The entire time that we have been here. All right. Oh. Man. Damn. To wrap you in. Wowzers. My warm embrace. Yeah. Wrap you in your warm embrace. And I make it last Stop telling me to get ad shit. Yes, grandma. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Stop telling me to get that spyware ass ad guard shit. I, I'm not getting no ad stuff. Anyway, let's take it. Holy cow. All right, look at this. Look at that right there. So anyway, this is what happens here. Uh, we got it. We got, you know, this is what happens when you bring in new, new stuff. Eventually, 
you got to deal with stuff like this. Now, of course, you can find gas power vehicles being caught in fires all the time. So it's not that Teslas are going to be privy and prone to these things. It's going to be just the growing pains that you go through. And so with that being said, instead of pushing everybody there, let everybody get to decide if they want to go that way. By the way, Tesla stock is getting absolutely thrashed over the last couple of uh, months. But here we go in this situation right here. You're going to deal with this stuff. And of course, people who are against it are going to push that side of the story. We talked about this. And if you're ready for your car to burn down, potentially don't leave your ish overnight. Or if you're not ready, anyway, definitely got wrapped in their warm embrace. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Um, starting over on the on the uh, Super Chats. Albert Wesker says, feet fails. Only want to be in charge when things are good. All right, we talked about that in the evolution. Yes, that's going to be the phase. But now things are going to break down. We're going to break down in 2023. I don't know when, but we're going to do it. All right, but if the market recorrects, um, if the bubbles burst in many of these instances and it's slowly, it's slowly deflating, we're expecting a burst. Then you're going to see them step to the side and go back to the old women and children first, right? Protect the women and children first. We already know this is the plan. However, um, the, the agendas that are being pushed are carefully planned, and this is where the men make the mistake. If you want to get one point where they got the mistake wrong, where men make the mistake is that that men are reactive and towards women. You don't understand that the that if you want, if you will, the agenda is bigger than this. It's bigger than women. And so we're pointing women. We're actually having debates with women and so-called feminists. And they aren't the ones who you need to be talking to. They're not the ones who you need to be having a debate. They're also not the ones who you need to be setting the record straight with. I don't understand it. And uh, every time something comes up, and I'm going to show you, every time something comes up, you guys then go right to the source. This is the problem with men. This is the problem with modern men. You say, okay, this person's grand rising, okay, <laughs> right? This person's doing this. This person's doing that. And you go to the source. But that's not the person who's financing it. That's not the person who is actually leading the agenda. They're not the person that is creating this situation between men and women in our society or pushing feminism. They're not the ones. They're the ones taking advantage of it. All right. They're the ones that are when you, it's all going to make sense when we get there. But this is the problem with men and particularly uh, conservative men, the conservative movement. This is one of their problems. Every time something comes up, it's like whack-a-mole. All right. Uh, conservatives and men and traditionalists, they play this game like it's whack-a-mole. Every time it comes up, you want to whack-a-mole it. All right, oh, oh, it's over here now. Oh, 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 it's over here. You're trying to put out fires. All right, you don't realize that it's bigger than this shit. And I'm going to show you that as well. Wow, all right, we're already getting into it. I'm already giving y'all stuff. He also says when society collapses, they will blame Jermaine. We already know this. It is all Jermaine fault. It's always Jermaine fault. MC Hamster says a good woman is rare. Bet on yourself and be ruthless. Man, boy, you coming out with the neck. You, 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 you already slashing. But yes, I, own, I am an unapologetic about just about everything that I do. Once you get to this age, and yes, I'm an old man, right? I'm an old man. Once you get to this age, you stop giving an F. All right, I know younger dudes will be like, I don't give an F either. Okay, look, you get to this age, what, what I am, I'm not gonna, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. All right, but I'm very comfortable in the person that I am. I'm comfortable in the skin I am, I'm in. All right, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I come out here and do my shit, and I keep it moving. Y'all think I'd be running around here worrying about what other people are doing and saying? You, I wish you guys could see behind the scenes of CGA. 
first of all, it's not inside. It's not exciting. Right? It's not exciting. And I don't portray it to be. This ain't no movie. I'm not, I'm not a movie character. But when I click off of this YouTube and people in the members live stream and, uh, and particularly the money mindset group, they already know. I don't pay attention to nothing going on in the red pill. I don't care. I don't, I don't pay. I, I gave them an insight of how much I watch these other channels. All right. Even the popular people, I, some of them I've never watched. <laughs> All right. I've never watched none of them. All right. But y'all be thinking I'm sitting around here trying to figure out what's going on in the manosphere. Soon as I click off gone, <laughs> All right? I click back on the manosphere when I'm on. And then when I come out, the, when I click off, I'm out the manosphere. <laughs> right. I don't know what, I don't know what shit's going on. All right. And the reason why is because I'm doing other shit. I got way so much shit to do. All right. And I accomplish in the day. I'll be getting massages, going grocery shopping, eating cheese and crackers on my couch, cutting other videos. I don't know what's going on in the manosphere. I have no idea. Some of these people I've been watching the whole full year. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. All right. So people, yeah, Kaylee's be coming over, driving around in the 9-11, recording myself, driving in the 9-11. Walking my dog, man, people don't realize it. And the the prop, the reality is I'm in my own world. <laughs> and not only that, I'm in my own lane where I don't give a F. Dude said cap. I'll show you. <laughs> he said cap. Don't, nothing to prove to you. Nothing to prove to you. But this is just my reality. All right, this is my reality. And this is where I'm at because I'm comfortable with my own skin. Not a lot of guys can be that. Not a lot of guys can be that. All right, sipping ain't easy, says had to kick my baby mama out. Yesterday, she refused to take her socks off. Absolutely. She refused to take her socks off. Take them damn socks off. I had a young girl came, came, in, the, uh, came in the house, and she was like, I don't want to take my socks off. You're out of here. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies, when you come in, lights on, socks off. Do not tell me to turn the lights off. And then don't, don't take your socks off. There was a girl that came in one day. She said, can you turn the lights off? And then she didn't want to take off her socks. Mm. I'm like, wait a minute. Now you really violating. First of all, I got to see everything. Ladies, when you come in, I got to see all of your body. I got to see everything, even where the blemishes are. I want to see where the dimples are in the booty. I want to see everything. All right. And then don't tell me to turn the lights off. And then you, you want to keep your socks on? Oh, my gosh. Jesus. It's 10 toes up gang. All right. The mad says coach coach gang. Salute to my brothers. Love the stream last night. Exposing bitter baby moms. He says, keeping the children away from father is pure evil. You're starting to ex wait. You're starting to expose the mama's love spirit. The mama's love spirit. All glory to the most high. And funny enough, not a lot of people watch that stream. You know, it was a very, it was a very not viewed stream. Right. So um, what, which, that one bothers me because that was an important stream. You know, sometimes, you know, we deal with the a lot of dudes. You just talk about celebrities. And then I said, OK, listen, we're going to give you one straight on head to head collision. Everybody gone jerking off, watching Olivia Dunn, watching Bad Baby. Y'all watching OnlyFans and y'all didn't get that hardcore truth. Y'all didn't get that hardcore truth. If you missed yesterday's evening stream, I never tell you to go watch a stream. But that one, the fact that half the people weren't here, I'm like, why, why on that one? Why? Okay, that one should have been the one y'all watched. Okay, shout out to Will, Har Will Harrison. 
says aka Rolo's Pantene hair weave, Giselle's voodoo curse on the Bucks work last night. Tom, uh, Tom might go to Vegas next year. Yes, indeed, he might. Um, he says jealousy candy, 50% off hair weaves for a limited time by now. Oh, that was Rolo's Pantene hair weave. Uh, yeah, I think Brady may come to Vegas. I'm not super excited about that. We're going to call you Sophista Trey, says XX's support social constructs like feminism to enhance women's freedoms while simultaneously supporting social constructs like monogamy to limit XY's freedoms. Don't fall for it, fellas. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. All right, Stony Montana, Dita Tuesday. We in here. Let me check Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, just so I can see if I can get a few in. Shout out to, oh, wow, wow. Oh, my goodness. We had a whole bunch. I didn't realize that. It's Eddie. I met a stripper back in November 2022 who I had sex with in the private room. It's been two months. He contacted me from various numbers in hopes that I see her again. I told her I'm broke, but that doesn't work. She's annoying, dude. I'm telling you, they're desperate because you know what? I got money. You're the money tree out here. You're the money tree. You bitch. You bitch. Once they find a source, they will tap into it and they will be very unapologetic. Guys, live live unapologetic. Don't apologize for any damn thing that you do. All right, people always want you to, okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of you. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm more famous than you. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm working harder than you. I'm sorry you consented and removed consent. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I ain't sorry about shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shout out to El Jefe. Dear, great Coach Alini, please forgive me if you've done this already, but are you going to have a show dedicated to women on how to get any man that they want and how to keep him? Women don't realize the great service you're providing out here, GOAT. All right, so how many ladies are here already? All right, how many ladies are here? Do y'all really want to know? All right, because most of my audience is men. So why would I don't know if I would do a show on how women can keep men. Here's, here's, where, here's another mistake men make. Here's another mistake men make. I mean, this ship has sailed. <laughs> this ship has sailed. The problem is men are the last of the real romantics. All right. Men are the last of the real romantics. So in reality, what we would be doing is basically patting each other in the back and comforting each other to try to get you guys to understand, oh, how can we get the women back to love us, brothers? It's gone, man. Look, look. It's gone. Ship is sailed. Ship is sailed, man. We got to realize that. It's gone, man. Hey, it's like this. <laughs> Babe Ruth home run. It's gone. Look, they were the best when they needed us. Now they don't need us that much. You know what I mean? Like, they, look, things were the best for men and romantic for men when women leaned on us for things. In a sense, they don't have to lean on us for anything. Now they've revealed who they really are. So we're like, get it back to the 90s, get it back to the 50s, get it back. Now, listen, there's always an exception to the rule. And there is always a small, small community that do it a certain way. Right. And this is in particular because men held the line way early enough. The line is gone now. It's essentially gone in terms of us bringing this back. American women specifically, they gone, brother. They gone. American women are gone. And we're the last of the romantics. 
I don't know what we want to tell guys, man. I look, the hope strategy is the hope strategy. El Jefe says, by the way, what's up with Antonio Brown? His publicist probably gonna quit today. I don't know. I haven't been keeping in track of him. B is for baller. The baby isn't mine, so I'm celebrating with my tuition on a slow Tuesday. Hello. Shout out to you. DNA test says the baby ain't mine. Alvin S says there's barbecue in there. It is. It's barbecue in there. Okay. And then Chris M says, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take down a therapist, Gordita divorce, single mom of four. And she knows witchcraft. Give me the buzzer. Okay. Thank you brothers for Venmo. And I will come back to PayPal and cash app, but uh, this is going to be a fantastic show. Uh, the, the last of the romantics are men. And this is just the reality of it. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in here. We got 15 million people watching me right now, of course. And we only have 532 people uh, hitting the like button. And we also have a total of 1650 watching me on all platforms, including fakebook.com. Everybody on Facebook, hit the like button so you can let all of these blue pill simps come in here and tell everybody win some peace league points on the internet. Okay. So what we're going to do is, as you guys strike the like button, we're going to head to our first commercial. Let's get it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminate student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us who did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, if you didn't know, I'm the author of the, the book Devolution, which is the America's reverse engineering or feminism's reverse engineering of American women. And so this stream is going to go across those lines telling you guys, and that book was written in 2019, going into 2020, published for sale right before January 2020, before all of the crazy stuff happens and you seem to have forgotten all of that shit anyway let's talk about uh bipolarism let's talk about mental health meds this whole thing about mental health and um all of these things we're hearing about uh, uh um the future is female but also a lot of these females are sitting here on mental health issues here it is this woman seems like and this could be a skit so we could put it up on straggle and sniggle theater but this woman Seems to be a happy camper. Let's go ahead and roll the film. This apparently is a woman riding in the back of an Uber. And we're going to see what a lot of women are dealing, what they're like to deal with when you don't see them. This could be your girlfriend. This could be a lot of y'all girlfriends, a lot of y'all's wives. A lot of you guys are in relationships with women like this. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Do me a favor. Can you move the seat? Forward because it's, it's hitting my knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. It's very. Is that better? Sorry about that. Well, there's no point in saying sorry. It was already, you know, it was already pushing on my knees. But Of course, it's already pushing on her knees. It's pushing on her knees because... That's what most of you Uber drivers do anyway. 
I'm not trying to come off rude, but I, can you hold on? I didn't even put my seatbelt on. This, this right here is loose. This this almost poked me. Alright. Are you familiar with this area, sir? Yes, I am. It's too hot in here. Can can I lower this window or something? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Have you noticed that certain people are always hot? Are you always noticing certain people are always hot? Now, you're hot not because you have too much hair on your head. You're hot for a certain reason. I don't know what it is. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, go ahead. You like it really hot in here, man. It's like I'm in a, the Amazon. It's crazy. You're not hot? You know, your seatbelt is really tight around my neck. It's oh, my goodness. I'm not happy. <laughs> a lot of you guys are in relationships with women just like this, brothers. It, it really is tight. Has uh, anybody else complained about this? No, no, man. No, yes. Huh? Well, then take it off. No, I'm not going to take it off. You I'm not happy. So this woman right here, she's just not a happy camper. And a lot of people will, don't understand that misery loves company. So you'll get trapped in these debates about mental health. And they'll be like, well, I'm this. And they want you to join in their misery or delay your gratification and delay your success because they're not happy. And we're supposed to take the blame. Look, if you ain't happy, you go stay in the house. I'm not supposed to work around you. You're supposed to work around me because I'm happy. I'm actually happy, thriving, successful. But you're the one unhappy, and I'm supposed to deal with this. No, no, no. Keep your ass in the house. What tells me this is that men have allowed this to go so long that people can actually make a mockery of their own lives and want you to join into their misery. This is an example of what I'm talking about. All right, because people are miserable, because people see you thriving, they want to they want you to join in their company. All right. This is crazy, man. Kick their ass out the car. This trip is over. Don't up late. Sorry about that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make you as comfortable. All right. So it looks like she's already pissed because allegedly he showed up late, according to her. He probably didn't, but he showed up late and then she started to give him misery after that. You will find that that's very common. They're pissed about one thing, and then they're just totally um try to make you uncomfortable the entire time. Oh, man, no, they yes. Huh? Well, then take it off. No, I'm not going to take it off. You showed up late. Sorry about that. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make you as comfortable as possible here. Well, you're doing a bad job at it. Let me. Are you giving me an attitude, sir? No, man, I'm not. All I have to do is report you to Uber, and so be it. You will be kicked off this this app, okay? All right, so here we go here with the threats, the gaslighting, the manipulation, the verbal abuse. And uh, men have been taking this so much. So when you when I say the future is female, we're, we're apologetic about it because many times we're stuck in corporate jobs. We're stuck not – see, this is a bigger thing, and I say we're modern men West messed up, is that you don't create. Okay, we're going to get to that in a minute. But because you are stuck trying to oppress corporations, you're on a plantation – you have to take abuse. You can't tell a woman to kiss my ass. You can't tell simps or haters to go stick it, all right, because they control you. When you're not under their control, there's, not, there's nothing they can do. But when you're under their control, now you got to take up for it and apologize and, and, and placate to them. This is a mistake that men make. We no longer create situations where we can tell people to go kick the, get your ass up out of here anyway freaking seat is leaning on my knee you have to have consideration for passengers when they get in your car i want another uber driver because all you're doing is running that lip of yours and don't nobody want to hear what you got to say first of all she's the one running her lip he's not saying anything 
as you can see, mums the word. And in our society, um, if the roles were switched, if this was a female driver and the woman, the man in the back was berating the female driver, we would feel bad for the uh, the driver. All right. In this situation, we can't feel bad for the driver. It's like, oh, poor guy. No. Why don't he kick her ass and roll her ass down the street? He can't do it because he wants to keep his job. Over there in the parking spot. I'm not going to get out of the middle here. All right. God. And so, you know what? Whether that's a skit or not, we can't tell. But I know in our society, we've allowed this to go on very, very um, long. And what happens is you guys are placating to that. A lot of you guys are lustful men, and you'll still sleep with them. Oh, humanity. You'll still mate with them. You'll still get in relationships with women just like that. You'll run right past the red flags. And you wonder where modern men messed up. See, even having sex with that person validates her and gives her the belief that she has value. But you guys can't control that, and you get it wrong. So let's go to the next story um, in which we're going to talk about makeup industry. For some reason, all of my tabs are not in order, right? My assistant didn't set up my show properly. But this is a plain Jane, and this is something that we talked about. This is a plain Jane coming out, and she's a, she's a cute one. She's coming out saying women. It says woman says she doesn't like makeup and is against makeup because she doesn't think it's good for women. Quote, it capitalizes on women's insecurity when it's something that they can easily fix. Now, here's the problem. Not just women are looking for easy fixes. Men are looking for easy fixes. Men think that we're going to have some sort of conversation and everybody's just going to jump to it. Men don't want to get fit. Men don't want to work on their own personal relationships with finances. Men want women to change and men don't change. Men want it to go back to the 90s and the 50s and all of that stuff. And they don't want to do what? Make the sacrifice for the future of humanity. This is why modern women in the future is uh, definitely female. Doesn't mean they win, but this is this is what it is. But here we go. She's going to come out against makeup. We're going to read a couple of the comments. We know makeup is sorcery. We know it's witchcraft. We know it's steeped. A lot of the early makeup artists or the early makeup wearers were either actresses or prostitutes. We know this. A lot of the things that in our modern makeup represents uh, uh, comes directly from prostitutes, specifically the big eyelashes. All right. That comes from street workers and women that worked in brothels so they can disguise themselves and hide themselves and be more mysterious. People don't get it. So let's hear what this plain Jay has to say here about makeup. And uh, see if she's on one accord with you guys or with other women. Here we go right here. Let's make her a little bit larger right there. Oh, man, they got me again with the no sound. All right. So, man, I hate when stream I'm blaming it on StreamYard because they switch it up on me all the time. Let's play it again. They switch it up. They allow me to play it from the tab and then not. Let's play it. I don't like makeup. I'm against makeup. I don't think it's good for women, and I don't think they really need to be using it, honestly. I think it takes yes. away. <laughs> That's awesome. Makeup is... It's capitalizing on women's insecurities when it's something that they can easily fix. 
I think it takes away from a woman a woman's natural beauty and also it is so bad for you. Like, you think about how skin absorbs things. When you read the ingredients on a foundation bottle, what is in it? You can't even pronounce it. It's yeah. a bunch of crap that you're putting on your face. And that is in turn making your skin worse. So you have to keep buying more foundation to yeah. cover up what it's creating. I don't. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> she got everybody, boy. She was hurting feelings. By the way, I'm going to get a copyright note for that music in the background. Oh, she hurting feelings today. Oh, she hurting feelings today, and she's absolutely right. By the way, she's one of the few women that can look decent without makeup. That's the problem, all right? So, and the other part of it is most men can't recognize natural beauty um, because we're too accustomed of women wearing makeup and depending on makeup. We actually have jokes in the manosphere or on this pit side of the pill that says that, hey, you know, uh, take her out on a swimming date so you can see who she really is. Most women don't look that that attractive without makeup now she's talking about it capitalizes on insecurities is she completely true but of course the future is definitely female is the theme of the show and the makeup industry is a billion dollar industry billions of dollars are made per year per individual company on makeup capitalizing on women's insecurities okay so the more they apply the more their skin seems to get damaged and she's talking about chemicals in these makeups which if you're just talking about chemicals on how it affects the skin that's one thing but chemicals on how it affects a person's mentality is another thing you're applying things to your hair scalp everything close to your brain on your skin close to your face and close to significant organs that are connected to your brain and you won't think that these won't affect your mentality absolutely and of course some of these drug companies do tests on animals, particularly mice, dogs, and cats, to see how it affects them over a long period of time. And they know the secret. They know the real, but women don't care. It's a vanity thing. And the vanity thing is vanity is one of the seven deadly sins. So she's speaking truth, and she's hurting a lot of feelings here. And we're just going to play it just again, just so you can see the reaction of what's going on. And here's the thing. One more point. You know who gets blamed for makeup? And women wearing makeup, men. Okay. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Men get blamed. Well, we got to wear our hair and makeup. What do you mean? <laughs> you don't have to wear it. In fact, I've been on record many times saying I prefer plain jeans. Okay. Now, not a lot of plain jeans can qualify because most people who are plain jane, you'll find that they're ugly. All <laughs> right. So I'm like, well, you know, you're you're really ugly as a plain jane. So that's not going to help you out. You still got to be cute. And a plain Jane. You can't just be ugly and plain. But um, here it is right here. Let's go ahead and uh, play a couple of it and show the feelings that are getting, getting hurt here. I don't like makeup. I'm against makeup. I don't think. All right. So we already got, uh, you know, we already got the, uh, what do you call it here? We already got the master splinter over here. Definitely hurt. It's good for women. And I don't think they really need to. <laughs> she definitely bad. Look at this shit. So the side eye. It, honestly, I think it takes yes. away. <laughs> Makeup is. <laughs> oh, so the witchcraft is happening here. She's coming out of her skin. This is this woman's crawling out of her skin. And she her chicken box. <laughs> this is about the third time I featured this podcast on here. So I'm going to have to go and search him out. This is the third time I've seen this dude. This woman's having a witchcraft conniption. Hearing another woman call them out on their horrible behavior. Okay, she's actually going crazy. And and she's a pale skin, 
which we would call a fair haired woman, or you would call her a toehead. Essentially, what happens is this woman without her mascara, she would look sick. She'd look sick. Like she would look like, what's wrong with you? Are, are you are do you have the flu? <laughs> I mean, she doesn't even look like she has that much makeup on. But the little bit of makeup she has, she's drawn on her eyebrows, right? She's drawn on her eyebrows. She's put this deep, deep mascara on or eyeliner pencil. If she didn't have that eyeliner pencil, she'd look like a she looked like a, a baby bird. She looked like a baby bird, you know, without the fur and the without the without the feathers. You know what I mean? Like the baby bird is all ball headed and got the beak. It's all ball head and beak. She looked like a baby bird. Anyway, so she knowing, <laughs> she knowing like what? You want me out here looking like this? Hell no. Like the skeleton, like death warmed over. Let's continue. It's capitalizing on women's insecurities when it's something that they can eat. <laughs> oh, she really bad. Oh, she hot, brother. Yeah, she looked like a plucked chicken. She looked like a chicken cutlet, a piece of chicken cutlet. Right in there at the grocery store, a piece of chicken cutlet. All right, let's start. Let's stop, man. I think it takes away from a, woman, a woman's natural beauty. And also, it is so bad for you. Like, uh, Here it is. Somebody mentioned the uh, Asian, half Asian. But this woman here, you know, she got everything. She's got the hair dye. She got the makeup over here, the eyeliner pencil, potentially trying to give her a little bit of lift. All right. So even she's having a breakdown. Okay, so that's what's happening, guys. And um, let's take a venture at the comment section because we know when you hit them with truth, when you hit them with truth, the public is not going to like it. The blue pill public, the matrix not going to like it. This woman says, Miss Bling Miami, I'm exhausted. We're exhausted. I'm not arguing with anyone in 2023. Everybody do you a man. Oh, that, that's good for you, baby. All right. Can she pronounce all the preservatives in the food too? All right, see, here we go. One thing I do not like when an argument happens, when somebody makes a point, somebody throws it on the other side of the fence. Like I saw this when the whole, what was the dude, Brett Favre, all right? Then once Emmy Yudoka, what about Brett Favre? We ain't talking about Brett Favre, right? We handling Emmy Yudoka right now. What about the food? We're handling makeup right now. Stop throwing that shit over on the other side of the fence, Okay. And that's simply a tactic that they have that they don't have the argument. You don't want to take that L. Take that L. He, she's handing you preservatives on the makeup side. All right. Or she's handing you ingredients on the makeup side. This woman says she's not lying about makeup, causing your skin to become worse and relying upon it. By the way, this happens with chapstick. Well, I can't say chapstick because that's a brand. So not chapstick. This happens with lip balm. This happens with eye drops. I don't know if you guys know. The more you use a product, the more the worse it makes you, meaning it'll help you temporarily, but then it tends to dissipate like lotions. Um, certain lotions make you use the lotion more. Certain things make you use it more. They'll say you need eight servings of this. You know, you have a vitamin, a multivitamin. Use eight of these. You only need four. All right. But they'll say you use eight so you can use more. Uh, lip balm. You put the lip balm on. And then it helps you for about 15 seconds. Two minutes later, you're putting on lip balm again. Why do you think that is? Makeup is the same thing, right? It makes it worse over time. So eye drops as well. You put the eye drops in. Oh, relief. 15 minutes later, your eyes are done again. You know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> 
But you don't realize that these companies are trying to turn a product. They're trying to turn a profit. And she says right here, she said she doesn't like it. And that's literally her opinion. Don't bash her for using it. Somebody says no arguments for me. Another one here, she has a point. Skincare over makeup all day. So you have women out here agreeing, but they're going to disregard what she said because they know she's right. All right. Watch they disregard what they say because she knows she's right. So we have a lot of support. They finna attack her in the comment sections. So we already know that. She spit truth. And not only did she spit truth, she didn't really have to demean anyone. She just said, hey, I'm naturally beauty. Women are naturally beauty beautiful. They don't need to rely on makeup. And then, of course, they crucify her. All right. So um, interesting thing there. I'm going to get the copyright notice for playing that music in the background. But I do this for the coach gang. All right. Let's get to the PayPals and the cash apps because you guys deserve it. Thank you for the contributions. Oh, yeah, man. I heard I saw there was a drink call. I can't even call, I can't name brands here. I forgot that I'm famous. Let me piss off the haters. I forgot that I'm famous. So if I mention brands, they potentially might come back at me. But with that being said, there's brands of energy drinks that I mean, they literally telling you what it is and you consume them. Uh, this is why. I don't have much faith in humanity. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Daniel says, Daniel D says, overheard my kids say they won't, they would not get married. They're not getting married. Overheard my kids say that they will not get married. So a lot of kids say that. We don't really know. They will change their opinions over time. But a lot of people, uh, kids do not look positively on marriage because they don't see many people living that example. Okay, so we always hear therapists and psychologists say kids learn from the relationships that they grow in, uh, grow up in. But only 17.5% of American households are married couples with children, with their own biological children, not stepkids, not broken homes. So not that many people have two parent household with kids. So why would they look at that as a healthy relationship if they haven't seen it? Okay, Daniel also says they're seven and ten. I hear that with a lot of kids. Kids, uh, there's too much. There's too much available for kids to want to settle down and get married. Okay, so this is why the marriage age, the first marriage age, is uh, increasing. You also have um, the the first age uh, where women have their first child increases. Now, if it's in the black community, which we're going to talk about, that age is it's the opposite. Women have their babies first, okay, and then they want to get married late. The, the, black, the black community is an absolute joke sometimes. When, when the way they do things, I don't know how you even come up with it. All right, but we're going to show, I'm going to share that when we get to a story later on. Shout out to Jay Way Up in the building. Jay Way Up says, triggered by the bitter baby mama stream. Go watch that stream, triggered. Topic suggestion, sign she will become a bitter baby mom. <laughs> oh, shout out to you for the co-sponsorship. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. Maybe I don't know if I could go, you know, maybe I could come up with it. Why not? Signs that she will become a bitter baby mom. Uh, she breathing. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you, man? She breathing. Guys, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. You cannot dictate when she become a bitter baby mom. However, if she does not have a job, now this is going to fly against some of the other things that we try to say. If she doesn't have a job, she's likely to become a bitter baby mama. Divorce attorneys will tell you the most dangerous women in divorce cases or in cases of custody are women that don't work. They don't have a, AKA stay at home moms. Mm. 
stay-at-home moms are the worst in divorce court. Now, what we think is gold diggers are the worst in divorce court, right? Oh, she a gold digger. She looking for $100,000. She No, it is the stay-at-home moms. It is the women who don't work. Now, this flies against what we talk about because we're some, you know, we're saying these women are focusing on their careers. So I could focus on my career. But in reality, the worst ones, the ones that's going to do you the worst are the ones that say, well, I raised the kid the most. I took a back step in my career, right? I, I, I could have worked, but I stayed home to have his babies, which is a victim mentality. They volunteered for it. They didn't, you didn't have to talk him into it. They, they wanted to do that. But if they break off the relationship, which most of the relationships are broken up by the woman, we know this statistically, okay? If the relationship breaks or you leave and find greener pastures, they're going to ruin you. They're going to be a bitter baby mama for sure. For sure. It's almost guaranteed. Yep, they got too much free time. They're going to go into court. I haven't had a job in five years. I haven't had a job in seven years. I haven't had a job in 10 years. You're screwed. Mm. <laughs> All right, go ahead and just pay the money. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? I guess we as men should thank women for lowering their requirements for sex. He says, if a woman doesn't have to pay, if a man doesn't have to pay for clapping cheeks with time, more so than money, he has won. No hymen, no diamond. Hookup culture is here to stay. We're not even living in hookup culture anymore. All right. Women aren't even impressed with hooking up anymore. And that what that only lasted 10 years. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, hookup culture, for the most part, is almost dying. Like, you, we always talk about things that are dying. Hookup, hookup culture, especially, except for college-age people and women over 40 who are just horny goats. Right, they just super horny and 40 and 50. They'll give it, you can smash them all day long. Most of it is somewhat transactional. It's somewhat on some level. If a woman's not look, a woman now can get, you know, that sexual culture. A woman now can say, Yeah, um, um, I want to get blown out. I want to get my back blown out. I want to run a train game. They can guys, women can get anything they want in this market right now. They can get trains ran on them, they can have two dudes. I've seen I had a female neighbor, neighbor. Two dudes showed up one night. They stayed a couple of hours, walked out, smelling their finger. And the woman was a master splinter at best. She was kind of a pudgy, uh, slumped shoulder white girl. She was getting her hair tugged and pulled. They walked out, brothers, smelling their finger. They can get bulls. They can go on their job. Uh, what was that plain Jane white girl in Tennessee cop? Go in there, get their back blown out, guys. They could get what they want, and they're kind of bored of it. They're kind of bored of it. They're bored. They're like, all right, what, what's next? <laughs> right? And then now they're like, might as well make a couple of dollars. We're going to get to it. I'm going to show y'all. Yeah, that cop was hideous. See, here's the thing. The women don't have to be good looking to get their back blown out. <laughs> they don't. And that woman was a straight up four. She was a baby bird. She looked like a baby bird. Where's the picture of that cop? She looked like a baby bird. Like I was telling you, a female cop, Tennessee. And there's memes going around this woman all day long. Here's her picture right here, brothers. Y'all telling me that you got to look good to get your back blown out, especially when you can target black men. Black men don't care at all. All right, but white dudes be marrying this shit up too. White dudes be marrying her up. This woman looked like the literal baby bird. She looked like the baby bird. She looked like it, don't she? More forehead than she got chin. All right. So she went right. Dude, women are like, 
And she's what? I can't remember her what age she is, but she was probably like 25. Guys, women can get what they want. The sexual revolution is what it is. And now they've done. I don't I'm trying not to get graphic here. This is a family show. But now that I'm at the junior college, you'll find out. <laughs> I'm trying not to get graphic here. When you go to the junior college, because people will just say, assume a woman in her, you know, early 20s, let's say early 20s, they're just, you know, you're going to deflower them. They're curious. They don't know what they're going to do next. Dude, these girls be jumping in the bed like professionals. <laughs> they doing everything, hanging from the ceiling. They be wanting toys. They be piling this and lubing that and doing this. And they nasty. They nasty. <laughs> it's like, wow. Like you already... You already a pro at 20. And I'll say 20 just to say 20. They already know what they're doing, guys. It's not like they, it's not like the good old days. And there's other videos where these girls are like, yep, yeah, when I was 16, I was watching prom. I was like, oh, I got a story for you. I got a story for you. A guy on my coaching call, and I just heard Lana Rose talking about selling feet pictures when she was 16. But I got a story that trumps that. I got a story that trumps that. Cause I was watching a video and the dude was uh, talking about Lana Rhodes and he was, I think it was Jamari and Lana Rhodes was in an interview. Yep. I was selling feet pictures at 16. This guy I did a coaching call with. He said he has a daughter. Their daughter are preteens. The daughter, his daughter's a preteen and her friends are all preteens. He said to me, no lie. And I don't know if he's telling the truth, but he said his daughter's friends are already talking about selling feed pictures on the internet. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. All the humanity. I was like. <laughs> Bruh, it's time. It's time. Hold on for a second. Oh, the humanity. Send it. Send it. See, y'all dudes, y'all gone, man. We got to catch up. Y'all got to catch up with the times. Y'all got to start. Look, <laughs> y'all got to catch up with the times. It's crazy out here. All right, people, hey, the young brothers don't, don't want the asteroid to be sent. They want to live, though. They want to live. They don't want the asteroid. Jay Cool says, Coach, you are right. Us men do peak in our 50s. I am fit, strong, and still fast. He says, and my birthday is this Friday, and I'll be 56, and I already lined up a nice gift for myself that day. I know what you mean. Free agent lifestyle for life. All right, so, man, shout out to you. Yeah, men, men. I, I think the disadvantage where the mistake men make is that they have their value of themselves when they're in their 20s. Okay, another mistake that men make is that you look at yourself and your true value when you're 20. All right, now listen, I was a, I was a, I was a beast when I was 20, meaning I was aggressive, I was going after what I wanted, and I got what I wanted. By the time I was in my early 30s, I got to exactly where I wanted to be, and I'd sacrifice, I risked, I didn't go out and party and shake ass. And, you know, not all the time. I did that sparingly, moderately. 
Okay. I went out, but I didn't go out as a habit. I didn't go out and drink beers. So eventually you mess yourself up. By the time you're in your early thirties, you have a low self-esteem. You have a low value of yourself, but you don't realize as men. And I didn't realize this until I got older. I was cool when I was in my twenties, but that didn't even define me. It didn't even define me. Not even my forties defines me, but where I was compared to 20 and 40 is night and day, night and day. So you guys got to not make that mistake. All right. And you also got to not make the mistake to believe that you're more valuable as a man when you're in your 20s. I don't care if it's 20 or 22 or 28. Yes, you might have higher testosterone. You may be cute, but you ain't even got no hair on your chest, no face, on, no, no hair on your beard. You're not really the man you need to be yet. You're not even close. You don't even have the value for yourself and society in general. You're not even going to be halfway even creating that. You have to create that. But people don't understand that. People don't understand that. So, all right, anyway. Uh, shout out to uh, David says, on the top of, of makeup, a female friend of mine told me one time that she was afraid about feminine men because when men use makeup, they are cuter than women. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, man. We're going to get to that topic a little bit later. But that's despicable. <laughs> All right. So when men use makeup, they're cuter than women. Oh, man. Oh, the hum- what are we doing? Oh, the All right, let's do super chats to get back to the next part of the show. All right. JC says. Make him eat the spaghetti. That's the only way. All right. Mask man says one of the biggest problem with conservative men is that they're always trying to appeal to everyone's moral compass. Liberals have a by any means necessary policy. Perception is more important than the truth yeah the the moral anybody that tries to appear appeal to people's moral compass is going to be on the weakest side of the argument um, because you're going to be reactionary oh we should do this because it's right nope <laughs> all right no that's not going to be how it works for instance and i don't want to get too far into this um and i showed you a video on this christianity spread not through moral compass initially. Now Christianity is trying to hold the moral compass. Hey, we're the moral people. And uh, if it wasn't for us in our moral code, humanity would not have survived, right? If it wasn't for the 10 commandments, uh, the 10 commandments set a precedence that allow stable societies to have morality. Now, if you really know the truth about history, Christianity did certainly did not spread that way. Christianity spread by chopping off heads. <laughs> Christianity spread by kings holding, um, holding uh, the the I always said the the doctrine, uh, the, the the doctrine. I can't even remember what it is. I, why do I keep forgetting this term? King said, "Off with your head." We burning books, crusaders, conquistadors, colonialism, slavery. That's how Christianity spread. <laughs> right. <laughs> What do I keep saying here? All right. Uh, let me see here. Somebody keep giving me the thing here. The, what doctrine? The, the, uh, the, the, it's, it begins with an M. The, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so I mean, yeah, the Spanish Inquisition. That's how Christianity spread. All right. The manifest destiny. Manifest destiny. When King said, I'm the king and this is how we're going to do it. And based on his moral compass, he said, we're going to use Protestantism. We're going to use Catholics. We're going to use this. That's how Christianity spread. Not through no moral compass. 
All right. And so now the new Christians, the ones in America that are conservative, they're like, let's go back to the Ten Commandments, please. They need to go back and chop off heads. All right. If you want if if you want people to pay attention. <laughs> Bruh, it's pretty simple. Same thing as the pilgrims that came over chasing their religious freedom. Soon as they got over here, they start chopping up the Indians. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> in the name of God, they started slaving people in the name of God. Hey, let's get it right. <laughs> he said that's not christianity oh yeah okay wait a minute oh, the humanity. it only was for like a thousand years <laughs> it only was for like a thousand years all right but look now in the 1900s in the 2000s it's some different shit oh let's pray about it oh yeah <laughs> come on people do your damn history do your damn history. Study history and realize what it is. Moral compass ain't never moved the goalposts. It ain't never moved the society. Anyway, where we at here? Big Doe Butter says, at this point, if you let an XX get over on you, I will not feel sorry for you. By the way, it's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> All right. Anyway, last one. Vegan Money says, my mom is elderly and wants me to move in to one of my properties. Or she wants to. Oh, gosh. So my mom is elderly and wants to move into one of my properties and pay 50% below market rent. She is low income, no investment. She believes this is fair because she's my mom. Do I owe her a favor? How old is she? How old is she? My, my first question is how old is she? I have, I have a very hard opinion on this one. So I have to know the story. I can't just say because on first glimpse, I would say, nope, but was she married? Was she widowed? You know what I mean? Or was she a strong and independent queen for 50 years of her life? And now that she's at this point, she's using the mother card on you. And if she's totally disabled, maybe. But if she's able-bodied, you know what I mean? You got to let her learn. You got to let her learn. Life is about lessons. And some people learn the hard way. <laughs> a hard head make a soft ass. All right, so let's get back to the show. Let's talk about this dude right here. TJ Holmes back at it again, but you're going to see what's going on with TJ Holmes this time. Apparently, you guys know, he has filed for divorce from his baby mama, from his wife. Let me see if I can pull up the story here. All my tabs are out of order. This is reprehensible for my assistant here. Somebody says Christianity means to be like Christ, and he was tearing shit up. I mean, come on, brothers. Don't let me get into the conversation. You think he was just sitting there walking on water, turning water into wine? There's a story of him tearing shit up in the Bible, but that's neither here nor there. Come on, man. Talking about the Middle East. <laughs> Come on, shout out to the Middle East. Even he went into the temple and tore shit up and flipped over tables. Stop. I'm not making this about it is, but stop. Come on, man. He didn't? Man, he was in there telling people, man, I'm going to tell your ass. I mean, come on, man. Shout out to you, brothers, man. I feel bad for you moral people. I feel bad for moral people. <laughs> I feel bad for moral people. Because what, what, what tends to happen is you think, you think, I listen, before we go on with the show, he flipped tables. He was flipping tables in there, right? Which most people should do here. But look. I feel bad for people who lean on morality, but what you don't, because what you don't understand is you cause a lot of collateral damage. 
And I'm not telling you you should do things a certain way. But morality allows people to think that for some reason they're going to convince people to do the right thing. And in the history of time, that has never worked. Most people have requested and voted in authoritative people. I'm going to say this again. Most people have decided, human beings have decided to be led by authoritative figures. Only in our certain time, recently in the last 250 years, we've allowed a democratic society where there's a perceived balance of power so that a person cannot become an authoritative figure over 30, 40, 50, and 60 years. But around the world and in the history of time, people have always chosen authority figures, authoritative government. Now, in our time, we did exactly that. In this 2020, 2021, 2022, we've often leaned on people who seem to be moral, but on the back end, when we show you that these are authoritarians, you still vote them in. You still vote them in because the goal is to finesse you chicken box. Oh, I'm a plain and honest man. You can trust me. And he smiles and he talks about the slaves pushing down his hair on his leg. You And then when we show you he's an authoritarian, he rolls with authoritarians. You still vote him in. New, 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 new world you still vote him in because you're comfortable with authoritarianism. But now we portray it as mor mor uh, morality. But morality often when it when it um when morality in any movie in any movie shows you that the person who was moral has the biggest weakness the person who was moral causes the most collateral damage in pursuit of truth justice in american way even america in a stance has acted as the moral compass of the world and look at what the look at what they've caused you can't say there's some positives and there's a whole bunch of negatives. Look at what they've caused worldwide as being the moral compass in the past 80 years. Okay. Every Batman, Superman, Spider-Man movie where they led with morality caused so much collateral damage and they've caused so much financial damage. And the whole movie starts off. We got to stop this person. Okay. And this person is going to take over the world and be evil. So let's stop them. Dude, they destroy cities. Gotham City's destroyed. The whole metropolis is destroyed. Everywhere Spider-Man goes, he destroys it. Collateral damage. The entire movie is them destroying the whole city to stop this one person. In which we're tearing, we're telling each other this one person is going to take over the world. But we destroy everything for two hours of the movie. Then they come out. We finally stopped them. But at what cost? <laughs> you a menace to society. They... What, what was the cost? Ask yourself that. <laughs> Morality seems to always be. And, and then you, you know what really happens? You know what really happens during the middle of the movie? Once they give the villain, the perceived villain, a reason to explain himself, you realize that his motives weren't what you thought. He wants to take over the world. And then when you stop the villain and he finally does his villain speech, his villain origin speech, he starts sounding. He starts. <laughs> the villain starts making sense, right? The villain starts making sense in the middle of the movie, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" And then you switch. You're like, "Damn, the villain was speaking truth. The villain was preaching. The villain was preaching.
And then he's the anti-hero because then half the movie, half the population of the movie switches and then cheers on the villain. Thanos, Killmonger, any Spider-Man villain, everybody, everybody starts talking truth. You'd be sitting there like, you could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. <laughs> I'm not just talking about Thanos. Joker is an example. Ping, I mean, there's a whole bunch of examples where the villain starts making sense. And you're like, yeah, that makes some sense. There was actually a method to the madness. But nobody stopped and thought about it. It was just kill, kill this person and then our utopia will exist. But but that's kind of what we do. This is why people kill Killmonger, the penguin. This is why people then go, I love the Joker. I love the penguin. I love Killmonger. I love Thanos. I love anybody. What's the Spider-Man guy? Uh, the, the dude that, you know what I mean? Then they say this person actually was making sense. So this is what happens to morality. Let's get into the next part of the show here. C.J. Holmes loses his custody case because he's seen in public with his new flatback. He might lose his custody case. This goes into the baby mama terrorism. And, of course, he's divorced his ex. And um, let's take it to this. It says right here, divorce attorneys. And this is a, another case where dudes don't realize what they're doing. Where men make mistakes. T.J. Holmes, Stevie PDA with Amy Robach or flyback as I call her, could reportedly cost him in his custody case. Quote, he should be more private. This goes into baby mama terrorism. Okay, so, or bitter baby momism. So we already know the story. They had an affair. They both got fired from their job, and they he was seen grabbing her booty. And so it says right here, according to divorce attorneys, uh, oh, the rest of the story, just in case you didn't know, he was married. She was married. It seems that they're they're the ones that had fallen apart. He files for divorce from her, the sister. And now they have a 12-year-old daughter. They have a 12-year-old daughter that's going to be in a custody case. What the divorce attorneys are saying is because he moved on to another woman, he potentially might lose his custody case. Now, my question is why? I mean, the common sense moral question would be why? Men shouldn't lose custody because they moved on to another woman. But of course, this is what happens. Do me a favor, hit the like button. The T.J. Holmes, Amy Robach affair scandal that rocked Good Morning America at the end of 2022 continues with the GMA3 co-anchors reportedly feeling like they have nothing to hide now that their relationship is now out in the open. Even after spending the holidays together, many divorce lawyers don't feel the same way and have hinted that it could actually make things worse for Holmes, age 45, while going through divorce proceedings with his soon-to-be ex-wife, Mary Lee Figbig. I can't pronounce it. If I big also age 45, especially as far as their custody battle is concerned. Lawyers think Robach PDA or Robach's PDA will negatively affect Holmes in court. Wow. You can't win. Holmes and Feibig, who have been married uh, 12 years, are parents to nine-year-old. I won't mention the kid's name. While Holmes also shares daughter. I can't. We're not going to mention the names here. Daughter and son with ex-wife. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. He also has, okay, he has three children by two women. Three, three children by two women. So it is not known uh, whether the now former couple are seeking sole custody of their daughter or whether they want to share custody. But we do know that Holmes and Flatback PDA could potentially 
stop him from getting the arrangement he wants. Holmes reportedly hired big-time lawyer Robert H. Moses. He was named New York City's Lawyer of the Year and Best Lawyers 2023 Family Law Edition to represent him in court. So he brought out the big guns. Although Moses is currently tight-lipped about his current client's divorce, other lawyers have opened up to the press about their own thoughts on the matter. And from what we've seen so far, it doesn't look like Holmes is doing himself a favor. Think about this when you want to get married here. It says right here, Lisa Ziderman, managing partner of the New York family law office, Miller Ziderman, told people that Holmes, quote, should be more private, unquote, given the current divorce proceedings, adding that, quote, I think there is, I think there are less public ways to do it. If it was my client, I would say that if this is something that you want to do or have to do, you need to do at this moment, then take it out of the public eye and certainly don't do yourself. Uh, don't you yourself put this out in the public eye. Okay. So they're saying, take it in the inside right here. So um, you guys should know that in custody cases or separations or early divorce processes, meaning you file for divorce doesn't mean you're divorced. It doesn't mean that, that you're not married anymore. Unfortunately, data separation determines when things can go along. Now, if, if you've scorned a woman, which he scorned, we can say he scorned his ex-wife or his soon-to-be ex-wife, and he moves on, this can give her a little bit of a sense of revenge factor going into custody cases. So even though you're separated doesn't mean you're divorced, doesn't mean you're not married. So if you start another affair, you move in with another woman, or you have an open relationship with another woman, right, in public, this could um, make the woman, you know, carry on the case, the ex-wife carry on the case, and make it so you lose on the custody end, basically weaponizing the children. So this is what this lawyer is saying. Now, is this right or wrong? I think it's wrong. I don't think that him moving on to another woman and divorcing his wife is caused to lose custody. I think that's unfair. I think it's dumb, but it is used in custody cases. So you should know once you leave your ex-wife, if you have a baby mom and you move on to another woman, she's going to bring out all the artillery to destroy your reputation as a man and a father. Of course, affairs are seen as, for men, a negative, and thus it could affect your custody, meaning the judge is not going to say, yeah, you lose custody because you have an affair. It could mean that the ex-wife brings out all the artillery to discredit you as a father. That's just the reality of it. That's a reality. So think about that going forward. Two more stories here before we get into the super chats. Check this out. This is going to be why the future is definitely female. Let's talk about the University of Alabama basketball player and go ahead and give his ass a fat L right now. So apparently there's a basketball player at the University of Alabama. This is allegedly, I'm not sure if this is the exact story. He just deleted a young woman. I think this was the other day. At least a day ago or two days ago. He was a scholarship player. Um, he was a bench player. And uh, apparently he was having a lot of other issues. But apparently he was talking to this woman. This, according to the woman's mother, this, they had a talking relationship or a situationship or whatever it is. And she apparently pulled back and stopped talking to him. Now, let's just let 
let's just be frank about this. The woman in question is around 23 years old. She's a single mother. Single mother. Single mother of a child that is five years old. So let me do the math. All right. My math ain't mathing. Allegedly, she's 23. Allegedly, the child that she has is five. So that means she's a teenage mother, age 17. This again, I kind of talked about this. The black community tends to do things in reverse, in opposite order, meaning they have children before they wed and they have children by men, other men, right? Other men. And then and then they'll late in the game. They'll enjoy their years. They'll be city girls will, will be up. And then as they decline, then they want to push marriage and stability. Then they'll say, I'll get right. I'm a good woman. But now she's 35 with a 17-year-old kid. I mean, this is the foolishness of the community. Now, in this situation, unfortunately, this is the foolishness of a man. So he's pursuing, this is all alleged. He's pursuing a woman who is a single mother at 17. The father probably is nowhere to be seen. And now he's trying to forge a relationship with her. And then when she pulls back, simps out here deleting women. I mean, this is too, this is out of control. When I told you the future is female, this is one of the reasons why. Dudes cannot stand to not put a woman above them, especially when you're young. This dude had everything ahead of him. I don't think he's going pro anytime soon, but he could have played overseas. He got everything ahead of him, and he puts the woman ahead of him. He puts the value of his own life and the value of the life of that woman, a single mother at 17, ahead of himself. And he a scholarship player at Alabama. Why dudes continue to put themselves in this situation? See, this isn't the only case of this, okay? Because if you know where it's going, if you know where it's going, and no, 304s aren't winning. Don't get me wrong here. Don't get me wrong here. 304s aren't winning. Let me show y'all something. Where is it at? Hold on for a second. I got to pull this down so I can find the tab. How down bad men are in perceiving where their true value is. This is why I say when you're 20, you're nowhere near the value that you think you are. This is where this is due. This is normal dues today. Of course, younger women have a higher perceived sexual value, sexual marketplace value, even a relationship marketplace value. But now we got dudes out here making lifelong decisions about the value that they're in, the position they're in in their 20s, even when you perceive have a higher status than the woman. You're a well-known figure compared to that woman but you're willing to risk your long-term life for that woman because she has more value than you. I can't stand this modern culture of where dudes are thinking that uh, their only goal is to slay women. I remember those days when I was 20 and I was, you know, it was on your mind quite a bit, quite a bit. But when you're not focused on yourself and, and building who you are, by the time you get to mid twenties, you'll sacrifice and risk everything you've worked for, for a woman that's basically a parasite. I, I'm not talking negatively about the dead, but who is she? Yeah, who is that woman? Like in 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 total, who is that woman? Wait a minute. Who are you? It's foolery. But look at where we are, man. Men are down bad. Men are down bad in a major major way. This is why you would say the future is female. Let's go back to that story there, and give you the juicy details. University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles. I don't think it's related to Darius Miles of the Clippers back in the day. Allegedly gunned down a 23-year-old mother of one. Give him an L. <laughs> he was tall with status, coach. He was tall with status. I know, dude, this dude's on his way for the six sixes. 
But when you're 23 or 21, he's 21. When you're 21, you can have it all and still think of yourself as a loser because you're not a man yet. You have, you're not the man that you need to be yet. So he allegedly gunned down a 23-year-old mother of one because she had brushed him off. The victim's devastated mother says. Now, I don't know if this is true, but this is what the mother's saying. Quote, took my baby's life because she wouldn't talk to him. This is according to DeCarla Cotton. She said on Facebook where she posted a photo of her late daughter and her five-year-old son. And it says right here, her name is Jamia Janae Harris. I could say something about that, but right now it's too soon. By the way, she's cute. She's cute. Um, it says right here, Jamia Janae Harris was deleted early Sunday morning when Miles, age 21, allegedly opened fire at a car she was riding in near, quote, the strip, an area near the campus. Police identified Miles and Michael Lynn Davis, age 20, as suspects in the shooting as they reviewed surveillance footage and interviewed multiple witnesses. They were charged with capital deletion. Let me tell y'all something if you don't know. Let me tell you something if you don't know. First of all, they were out in the middle of the night with this straggle-daggle. All right, I already told y'all about 1.30 a.m. I know you young people and your sleeping patterns are all off. 1.30 a.m. and straggle-daggles normally don't end in a good recipe. <laughs> you know, it's only going to end in the recipe in disaster, right? So apparently this is deletion by simp. And two simps were fighting over this woman or one Captain Saban was there. And this woman got caught in the crossfire, potentially. I don't know the details yet, but there are two young men, 21 and 20, who are going to, they're up for capital murder. That means they can get the death penalty, meaning they can get put to sleep for the long ride, okay? If they are convicted, they could be going to the upper room where Jesus <laughs> They could be going to the upper room. Over a single mother straggle dangle. Man, listen, man. Look, just this, this, that. I don't know what to tell y'all, brothers. But y'all telling me men in their 20s, we're more valuable. We're the men and we got more stamina. Please, most of you guys aren't even in your right mind yet. Especially when it comes to pursuit of women. You guys are ignorant. Ignorant. Chasing booty. 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 Not only booty, a single mother. What are we doing? <laughs> you Jason, you're gunning down a single mother and you about to get deleted in the state of Alabama, which I perceive don't play. So this is an example of why men are making mistakes. Modern men are making mistakes because they think young dudes is where it's at. Guys, live life. Keep living. You will realize your value will skyrocket this guy, even if he goes, let's say he plays in Lithuania part-time, this dude's value skyrockets in comparison to her life if she keeps living. And it ain't even close. There's only so much she can do, and this is why dudes will be like, well, these 304s winning. They got child support, government assistance. This is if you live in low value. This is a poor judgment. This is a poor person's conversation. This dude's life goes way high. And her life stays low. This is the best it's going to get. And looking at her, this the best is going to get a single mother at 23. Mm. Unfortunately, she gone. 
Y'all guys got to get it right out here. Get it right. Here's another indication right here where dudes are out here acting in their emotions. Allegedly, <laughs> this dude's getting a divorce. Let's go to South Los Angeles in the bungalows here. Um, Allegedly, this guy here, I might have to play the volume. Share it here over here so I can play the volume. Allegedly, a guy getting a divorce rolls a dump truck over on his own house. I'm just going to assume he's about to lose that house. Let's roll that footage. Crashes into it. Where's the, let me get it here. Okay. She's into his own home in this South Los Angeles neighborhood. He then backs out onto the street and slams into at least two parked cars. Patricia Dunn says the driver of that dump truck is her husband. She says they're going through a divorce and she fears for her life. She and her neighbors witness the chaos. A man that's under that kind of rage who's to say what he might do. He was trying to kill me. He really was. That's my bedroom right there. He knows. What was going through your head at that moment? Fear. Fear. Complete fear. Because he was like a madman. This happened Sunday afternoon on 107th Street near Normandy Avenue. Patricia says her husband drove by the home three times. First, he came by in a Chevy Impala and crashed into the home while his wife was inside. Then he came back in the dump truck when major damage was done. Then... He came back in the Impala again. I was just trying to stay out of the way. So I don't know if he was drunk, under the influence. Y'all, this the ex-wife. This this is the wife right here. This the wife he leaving, then just look. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All the humanity. This the wife, this the wife he's losing, he's about to lose his freedom for. This the this the wife. <laughs> this the wife he getting emotional before. Great divorce, yes. Great divorce. Great divorce is deadly because here's the thing. And it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And this is, I want to make this point clear. Because Hafiz is not in the building yet. Hafiz is not woken up. The point I want to make. Is that yes, getting married is cool. Yes, marriage in year one and year two can be cool. Year three, year four, year five, it starts to wane. You hit the point of no return, or essentially you hit the law of diminishing returns. Okay. Once you have kids, then things are going to steamroll downhill on the marriage. Okay. The love is going to go away, blah, blah, blah. But you are going to continue the investment stage. You're also going to say it's cheaper to keep her. So what you'll do is you'll hold, you'll try to hold the line at. Well, I'll just keep her. It's cheaper to keep her. And then eventually she just says, let's pull the plug. And that could be at year 45. You're at 45 now, 50, 55, 60. So this is a great divorce. The dangers of a great divorce is that you're never going to financially recover. Okay. Like highly unlikely the man married to this woman who I would love to see his photo. He's never going to financially cover recover. Meaning he's at an old age where it's kind of too late to get a new relationship. It's gonna be too. It's gonna be difficult for him at the junior college, especially if he let himself go. She let himself go, and while she let himself go, let herself go, he let himself go. So now he can't just jump back on the market. He can't go to the junior college without feeling like a creep. So he's stuck in no man's land, and now he knows he's gonna lose his house that he paid off. He probably just finished paying it off. He probably just finished paying it off at his age, 
30-year mortgage, marriage for 30 years. He probably just put the last payment on. And he probably made the last payment towards his kid's college. Okay. And the only thing he got is that Chevy Impala and how he got that dump truck. And he knows it's over for him. So this is how he acts emotionally. This is why you, this is why the future is definitely female. This is what modern men get wrong. You keep rolling the dice against logic. You keep telling me logic doesn't belong in emotional relationships. You can guard against this, but you have to guard from a position of logic. You have to guard from a position of authority because women can always pull the plug. Women can always pull the plug. And when, and when they do, or if they do, you're going to be like this ninja right here. And then you're going to say, my only recourse, my only bit of revenge is to get a dump truck. Mm. Right? You got no leg to stand on. This is where you are, guys. This is why the future is definitely female. Because dudes will always choose romanticism and doing the right thing, moral, love. You'll choose that. And try to prove me wrong. And then the economics, the logic, the evidence, it will prove me right. Never experienced anything like this in my life. Maybe everything is. Look at her out in that bathrobe. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. Dude, you losing your mind over this. Dude, this dude stayed 15 to 20 years too long. This guy stayed 15 to 20 years too long. Look at what he had to live with his whole life. And look at what her. He, he made her a lottery winner. My name. Journey Magerson was the one who caught it all on camera, and her family tried to comfort Patricia during this ordeal. That was honestly the craziest thing I've ever. All right, so this is the woman who recorded it. Let's go ahead and give her an L. <laughs> oh my goodness, Journey Megerson. Oh, the humanity. I think she's a teenager, so I'll stop. I'll stop talking about her, but. Ever seen. I can't even believe. I can't even remember it. Oh my God. It was such a blessing to have my neighbors here for me. I don't know what I would have done without my neighbors. The sheriff's department in Magerson say it took about 30 minutes until law enforcement arrived on scene because the initial call came in as a traffic collision and not a crime. What caused this? Patricia says she's no longer with her husband and a restraining order against her husband was in the process before this incident uh -huh. occurred. Because we're going through a divorce, and he's upset with the fact that no contact. It's been going on for a long time. He's verbally abusive. He's a very, I don't have nothing nice to say. Jesus. When are y'all, man, when are y'all going to stop? With, can y'all give CGA a round of applause? When y'all gonna learn? Same, look, Xing Shang, same script every time. Now, either men are all the same or they're using the same script to get what they want. It's the same thing every time. Verbally abusive, restraining order. He was like this for a long time. I stayed for 10 years. He cheated on me. He was an alcoholic. He was high. She even mentioned that. I don't know if he was under the influence Blah, 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 blah. We were divorced. I stayed with him 20 years too long. I finally figured it out. I moved on. I'm a divorced grape in the kingdom come. I'm going to keep the house. I never had a job. Mm. It's like clockwork. This is the same script. 
and y'all say it ain't gonna coach man it ain't gonna happen to me and it might not happen to you but when it does they're gonna rule out the same damn script now either all the men are the same they're verbally abusive or in fact they're using the same script she kept a restraining order meaning you cannot come back to this house and he probably was tired of living in that damn chevy impala Trisha Dunn says she fears for her life. That's why she's... She fears for her life. Well, obviously now. I mean, the evidence is there. ...staying with loved ones for now because she's afraid her husband will come back. Reporting from South Los Angeles, Erica Resendiz, ABC 7 Eyewitness News. Um, uh, I don't know how he comes back. He's not arrested. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't get arrested for this. When will y'all pay attention, man? Let's get to some Super Chats and contributions, and then we're going to get into story number five, which we're going to go to the Miss Universe pageant. We're going to talk about the owner of the Miss Universe pageant staying on script, talking about the future is definitely female. You can't wait till you see this, gentlemen. This is going to be a great show. And then we're going to get into the main, main, main topic. What men didn't see coming about the quote, future is female. All right. This doesn't mean that women win, but it is real deal. King Hazy got a lot to say. He says, coach just wanted to say thank you for taking your time and reading each super chat. Too many YouTubers ask for donations and don't even acknowledge them. All right, shout out to you. I actually, yeah, I'm actually make that a thing to do. And of course, people think I go off subject, but I don't go off subject. I address the people who donate. You guys are important to me and you're important to the show. And many people have questions or input and I want to acknowledge them. You know, some people donate a little, some people donate a lot. Some people donate a little, but it's a lot over a month. So I want to acknowledge you. Ladies love cool C. The police lady proved that unattractive XXs have more leverage than non-select men, but guys think that unattractive XXs are not hypergamous. This is the 80-20 rule. Unattractive women can get power because they can get men of any status to fornicate with them. That's the power. People don't think that's power. This is why dudes think fornicating with women gives you a W. That did back in the day when women had limited selection, but now fornicating with a woman doesn't have the same value that it did not only that dudes keep lying to yourselves i only bang attractive women you say that's not true this is not true overwhelmingly unattractive women are getting their guts rearranged unattractive women are getting paid to get their insides pushed to their esophagus okay and it's you can see it over and over again unattractive women are getting into relationships with attractive men men that are fit in shape and that dude worked very hard for his life, and that's his reward. Mm. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, wow. And I keep showing you the proof. And then there's this guy that wants to come in here, only mess with hot chicks. Stop. Mm. That's not what hypergamy says. That's not what the sexual marketplace says. That is not what it says. I know the real story. And I've seen some of you people that claim that you're with attractive women. And then I see the women, and I'm like, where do you live? Kansas City? If that's an attractive woman, gosh, I was cleaning up in South Los Angeles. <laughs> I was cleaning up in Southern California. Because the average women in Southern California are the hot women in your area. Shout out to Rational Rationality. Jesus loves all women. And mainly, you know what? I'm not going to read the rest of that. AJT says, I can't even look at Spider-Man the same anymore, Sean. Shout out to Venom and all the other 5011 villains. Yeah, bitch. Yes. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Watch one of those hero movies. There's a hero and there's an anti-hero. But the anti-hero was previously the villain. Most people flip in the middle of the movie and side with the anti-hero. 
this happens in a lot of movies, not just villain, uh, not just Marvel movies and stuff. Um, this typically has happened in uh, movies like, uh, oh gosh, what's the Michael Douglas movie where he had the affair? He had the affair and uh, the woman went crazy and started cooking bunnies. I like that movie, by the way. Um, and particularly the, uh, what was that movie called with Michael Douglas? Fatal Attraction. Fatal, not Disclosure. That was another movie, but Fatal Attraction. So go back and look at Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction started off as Michael Douglas was the hero. He was the, he was the nice husband. Then he turned into the villain. <laughs> okay. He turned into the villain. And then the one woman, the woman that was uh, trying to push up on him to have the affair, she seemed like the, she was like the villain. And then midway through the movie, you had to make a choice. You were like, okay, who's the villain and who's the hero? Because you can't really figure it out. And then eventually you were rooting for Michael Douglas to get rid of the, like, it was a mess. And then people sided with either Michael Douglas or Glenn Close's character. Like, they were, they they switched places. It was like a heel turn. It was a heel turn, right? So you got to watch out for those movies. So sometimes the villain becomes the hero or the anti-hero. Or sometimes the hero becomes the villain or the anti it's it's very prominent in in movies. All right, rational rationality says JC was a gang leader. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait a minute, is this you again? All right, this is you, man. We don't want to offend the Christians today. <laughs> My goodness, he said JC was a gang leader leader to or to twelve disciples throwing up. Okay, listen, man, I appreciate your super chat. Oh, man. Handing out wine and fish, bread. Oh, man. Let's come on. Let me stop. You're going to get me. I don't know what will get me canceled, but that right there. We don't want to piss off the lukewarm Christians. Oh, man. But it's funny. Listen, listen. It's a funny thing. It's a funny. What you're saying is funny. So I will give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. But I want to move on. Oh, man. We don't want to do this. This is like pissing on Martin Luther King on his birthday. Let me stop with the Christians. All right, let me see here. The real Jason C says, Coach, how about them Cowboys? And do you think your Raiders will get Brady piece to the coach game? I think the Cowboys lose next round and the Raiders get Brady. It's all set up for that. All right, uh, Derek Carr goes to Tampa. Brady goes to, it's a trade. They'll trade. I don't know if the Raiders, why we would want Brady at this age, but we'll get Brady. Uh, Irv A says, I'm gangster today. My headphones died at work listening on speaker. F-H-R-O. He says, they're playing explicit music at, at pack stations anyway. At the pack stations anyway, Coach Gang. Hey, be careful out there. All right. Anonymous says, Anonymous says, the future is female as society is collapsing. Pure coincidence? I say not. Let's just hope for the asteroid. No, we're going to get the collapse. <laughs> so the future is female, but on the end of it, I hate to give it away. It doesn't end well. Zoe Man says future is female and super simp with capes on. Indeed. And of course, once the once things start going left, then it's going to be men step up. But of course, men are going to be on antidepressants. Men are going to be in therapy. Men are going to be sitting there playing video games. Nobody going to step up. Men are going to be sitting there uh, with blue hair. Men ain't going to step up. Men are going to be like, why? My antidepressant, my depression is going to skyrocket if I got to go out there. 
David says, Coach, I know you saw the video clip of that bull riding cop in Tennessee. She was riding a mechanical bull wearing her uniform. Sometimes the memes write themselves, LOL. I send it to you on IG, but I know you don't check it. I saw it somewhere else, maybe locals. But I did see that plain Jane cop riding a bull, and she was holding back. Guys, women be holding back on y'all. Okay. Women hold back on y'all. She was on that bull acting like she didn't know how to whip that back. You know what I mean? And she was like, oh, I'm really. <laughs> All right. She was on that bull and she knows how to ride. You ever get women behind closed doors? <laughs> you ever get women behind closed doors and they turn into a full freak? And it'd be sounding like a damn Drew Hill song. Are you a real freak? Baby, you tell me. You used to act to get the freak out of a woman. You used to have to actually coax the freak out. You know what I mean? Get her in the bed like five times, get her normally, and then the freak will come out. They The freak come out in one meeting. They tie that ponytail back. They start spitting on stuff and slobbing, pulling out this and that, hammers and jackhammers and all of this. Play with this. Touch on that. <laughs> You'd be like, Lord, looking at this woman like, damn, aren't you a sophomore in college? They be bringing backpacks, asking you to do this, jumping on top of you, trying to treat you like a damn pogo stick. You like, relax on this thing. This is not a movie. <laughs> right? Especially the ugly chicks or the chicks that are just right in the middle, right in the middle. Those are the ones that surprise you. You meet her. You're like, I'm about to fold this woman up. I'm about to put that thing on her. I'm about to cripple this woman. And you do your best. You come out about to cripple this woman. She ain't never seen nothing like this, this poor woman. Man, you get her up in there, she start acting fool. She start, her head starts spinning in the circle. You're like, what is this shit? This looks like you've done this before. Dude, they be out here freak-a-leak. Freak-a-leak. Women ain't what they used to be, guys. Women are not what they used to be. You used to be able to, like, I'm going to touch her and she's going to be shivering. Her goose, her goose bump's going to go... It's going to look like a fire. Her arm going to, all her arm hairs are going to stand up. Soon as I touch her, I'm going to touch her on her inner thigh. Her arm hairs are going to stand up. Remember that? No. That's just not even, you ain't even warming up yet. <laughs> her leg is going to be shaking in her knees. You used, to, you used to put it on a woman and she will walk down the stairs. She couldn't even walk down the stairs. Her knees will be buckling. Not no more. Not no more. <laughs> you be putting it on a man like trying to cripple the girl she'd be like you ready for another round you'd be <laughs> this woman possessed that's all you got they used to get in train yang train yang have you sweating up all your sheets you guys got to be careful out there. And, and young dudes are like, what are you talking about? This is normal to us. No, this women didn't used to be like this. They had a movie called Waiting to Exhale. They had a movie called Waiting to Exhale. Back in the day, hold up. Back in the day, you could get a woman. If she did this, you had her. That was your own personal woman. If you get... 
If you get a woman to exit, that's your woman. You get her goosebumps up, that's yours. She like this. She's sitting up there like this. And that's you. That was the first time she did this. It was the first time she did that. Now they train ain't debaucherous. Okay. They be out here getting cheeks clapped. They don't give a damn no more. And you think, look, you think salami game is going to win, right? I, I'm telling y'all, there ain't enough salami game in the world on the majority of American women that's going to get them to flip their lid and get in line. Oh, my God, you put salami on me. <laughs> they be like, oh, you did it right. You actually pushed up. No. What that's going to do is because that's going to be like, okay, I showed you that woman. Remember that woman on Twitter? She was like, I had 10 big salamis. I had this. That's just going to make them want more salami from other dudes. And they'll get it. Remember I showed you that Twitter? Okay, listen, the show going off the rails. That Twitter post where the woman came out. I had 58 sex partners. 38 were men. 10 had big salamis past seven inches. No, nah, man. Salami ain't going to get no woman in check today. No. I don't care how much y'all putting it down, man. And I don't care how much y'all try. Y'all can't keep up. <laughs> y'all can't keep up. I can keep up. If you got a woman that's a real salami smuggler, ain't no keeping up. And there's some salami smugglers out here. <laughs> you ain't. All right, shout out to no government name. Big fan. Been ninja watching for a while. I'm in a relationship, but I agree with you so much and wondering if I'd be happier single. He says, keep up the good work and maybe I'll wise up eventually. Well, look, I always tell people that are married and they're in relationships and they're satisfied at the moment. Go for it. Write it out. Don't don't jump off because you think you're going to be happier single. You're probably going to be. However, <laughs> don't pull the plug because of that, because then you're going to ignite the crazy. So be careful how you pull the plug. Warren says for the collection plate, coaches speaking facts. In my early 20s, I was in a severe drought, but rather than uh, deleting chicks, <laughs> I focused on investing in my future. Later 20s all started to change. I'm 30 now, preparing for bodybuilding on a great financial trajectory and enjoying an abundance of women with no sense of one-itis. These Gen Z chicks are nasty out here, but I'm enjoying it. Keep up on your grind and young men. And it only gets better. Keep up on your grind, guys. And I know guys are like, you want me to wait? I don't want you to wait. I'm just telling you guys, don't make lifelong decisions like deleting 304s. And, <laughs> all right. And, and saying your value is highest when you're younger just because you're young. Man, you're, you're, you're out of your mind. Shout out to Big Buck. Paul says, biggest organ in your body is your skin, coach. Yes, truth. That is the truth. People don't know that. And people poison their skin all the time. The biggest organ is your skin. You have pores. Your pore, you open your pores up to chemicals all the time. You open your pores up to bad water, baths, showers, um, all of those things. You know, there is somebody that says these, these some of these spirits can enter in through your pores, if you will. So check this out. Shout out to Full Speed Mario. Relax on the town, coach. <laughs> Shout out. Showing love from Kansas City. All right. Love Kansas City, by the way. Some barbecue. There's definitely barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. We got, we're going to call you, we're going to call you AI. He says, Greta Thunberg detained by police in Germany. I'm going to look that up really quick here. All right. S sounds like maybe Andrew Tate 
Andrew Tate getting the okay, she's in the show. She was at a protest, so that's all organized. <laughs> Look at this picture, by the way. Oh my goodness. Look at this picture of Greta Thunberg being detained by police. This is all organized chaos, by the way. You don't know how that works. Look, look at look at her right there. Oh my gosh, she's a little anyway. I'm not happy. <laughs> Those aren't police. Those are actors. <laughs> Those are actors. Um, if you know, you know. Where the badges at? Where they badges at? I don't see no badges. I don't see nothing. So anyway. Zoman, did I get it right? I messed it up now. Coach, you finally said my name right. I probably said it wrong now. <laughs> right, Zoman. Okay, so there's Greta Thunberg right there. All right, getting arrested by the police. All right, by the police. All right, we got a great little segment coming up, but do me a favor. It is almost time for Belly Deli. I need about 300 more likes. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, get them likes up for a minute, and we'll be back. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right, let's get to this next story right here. Get the book, The Evolution. The links are in the description box below this book. Um, it's actually talking about what's going to happen in our society today right here. Take a look. The future is definitely female. Let's go to the Miss Universe pageant. Anybody see that? That was just this weekend, apparently. I won't give a spoiler, but I know the Philippines, America, and the Dominican Republic, who were the finalists? Who were the finalists for the Miss Universe? Finalist Miss Universe. Okay, who were the finalists? Was it 2023? Let's see who the finalists were. It was, uh, most of these women were American. All right, but uh, anyway, who were the finalists? I, not Miss America. No, this is Miss America. I want the Miss Universe finalists. What the hell is this? Miss Universe. I won't spoil it. Let me see. Miss Universe finalists. It was Venezuela, Dominican, and USA. Of course, <laughs> Dominican, Venezuela, and USA. And I think the USA woman is half Filipino. Am I not mistaken there? All right, half Filipino. She looked like she was half Filipino. But anyway, the owner of the Miss Universe pageant, who allegedly bought this pageant, 
for a couple of million dollars, maybe five, 10, 20 million dollars, has something to say about the future. Are we ready for this? Listen, are y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Let's go to the, this is the owner and fair use, Miss Universe owner, and I can't pronounce this, message at the Miss Universe 2023. Anybody see this? Anybody see this? All right, let's go ahead and play the message here. I messed up again. <laughs> Yo, blame it on Sal. I, I'm going to get it right. I'll get it right. All right, here we go again. <laughs> messed up again. It has been 70 years that Miss Universe organization ran by men. But now, Tom is up. Is the moment really for women to take the lead? Women's Empowerment Platform. Welcome to the Miss Universe organization. From now on, it's going to be ran by women, owned by trans women. For all women. Now, if you didn't realize, if you didn't realize, the owner of the Miss Universe pageant, who's saying the pageant is the person is out. She bought it. The, the woman's, uh, women are going to run the organization. This is a trans woman, I believe they want to say. This woman is not born a biological woman. This is a woman who has transitioned into a woman. And she's saying women's empowerment. The future is women. The pageant is going to be run by women and so forth and so on. This is not a biological woman. This is a biological man that has made themselves up to be a woman. Let's go. Now that you have the context, now that you have the context, when I tell you the future is definitely female, this is where we're at, brothers. This is where we're at, all right? This is what how far we've come because you guys haven't been paying attention to details. You guys have been reactionary. You guys have been emotional. You guys have been romantic. You guys have been thinking that uh, we'll wait for it all to crumble as a civilization and then we'll take over. You haven't realized the long game. Let's go ahead and play it again. It has been 70 years that Miss Universe organization ran by men. But now Tom is up. Is the moment really for women to take the lead? What, what type of woman are we talking about here? All right. Are we talking about robotic women? Are we talking about trans women? Are we talking about biological women? What type of women? See, that's what you need to pay attention to. Pay attention to the details. There's something else going on here that might be bigger than what you know. What type of women? And she keeps saying we man. She keeps saying we man. She's not saying women. She's saying we man. And I'm not, I'm, I'm assuming it's either a mistake a grammatical mistake, or she's intentionally saying we man. Let's continue. Women's Empowerment Platform. Welcome to the Miss Universe organization. 
From now on, it's going to be ran by women, owned by trans women. For all women really around the world to celebrate the power of feminism. Here you go, guys. So look, do you think that you're going to make a couple YouTube videos and argue with some feminists that is going to change things? You think, you know, hold the line. You think that uh, people are going to have a moral compass. Remember when I told you morality don't change shit. All right. You can come up here with your morality and your traditionalism. You can wait for cheese to park the clouds and come down holding a lightning bolt, riding a white horse. That's not going to happen. You can't depend on this. You're going to wish women are going to come back in an economic collapse of epic proportion, and they're going to come back, and they're going to say, okay, we were wrong. You're waiting for the day. You're waiting for the day black women turn their heads and say, Kevin Samuels was right. It's not going to happen. You're, that's a moral position. This is why modern men get it wrong. Modern men get it wrong. Now, the future is definitely female, and it's even more female than you can anticipate. There's no stopping it now, and I'm going to show you why. But men have been getting it wrong. You think Andrew? You thought Andrew Tate was going to save you. Y'all thought Deion Sanders was going to save the black people, black community. You thought Kevin Samuels was going to save you, and you thought morality was going to preside. You think religion is going to save you? It's not. Not not in this time. No, not in this time. Now, what the future is? Well, the future doesn't look so bright. Not for people like us. Not for people like us. They've planned this out and plotted it and used your emotional senses, meaning you cannot argue with them. And then once they see, get in a position where they weakened you, you cannot argue or talk about them. Then they ascend to heights like this, where they control media. I'm going to talk about that as well. I'm going to talk about media as well. And also psychiatry, psychology. I'm going to talk about that as well. Social workers, social sociology. I'll talk about that as well. So this is a very much a drip campaign that you fail to recognize as a drip campaign. You think you're just going to go in here and say, women, get in your place. Mm. Women turn to traditionalism. No. And not only that, the women that thought the future was female, it was going to be for them. Obviously, it's not. Is it going to be for them? I guarantee you within the next three years, we'll have a woman that is a trans woman win the Miss Universe contest. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's, it's already there. The person presiding over it is there. All right, let's continue with what her speech is. Here we go. Diverse inclusion, gender equality, creativity, the force for good, and of course, the beauty of humanity. Now, this to me sounds like this is like a movie. This is like a movie. This is like the end of the movie where the villain takes over and shit, and they say to be continued. And you're like, this can't be real. But she says gender inclusion, gender equity. She's not just talking about for women. She's talking about for women like herself. And they got the power now. <laughs> they got the power, guys. Yeah, right? Attention, all ladies. When I was born as a trans woman who got bullied and sexually harassed by my own teacher, Okay, so what she's going to acknowledge now, and you can see it in her face, this is like the villain origin story now. She's now bringing her past traumas in and her past, uh, when she was a victim, perceived herself to be the victim. And she says, look at me now. Look at me now. Now I'm going to really take over. Now, you guys allowed this by saying, I'll step aside. 
using emotional arguments. I'll step aside. But when the bully becomes the when the when the bullied becomes the bully, they don't come in and think about let I'm gonna do it the right way. They come in kicking ass and taking names. Now she's been bullied. She now got to a value position, which you men are not getting to. You guys, guys, you guys still chasing ass out here. I swear to God, when ass will come to you, it's going to come to you. They want to give it to you now. They want to give it to you. Now, not all men are going to participate, but you guys are still putting that as top priority. When you don't realize underneath, people are making power moves. They're making power moves. And you're not making power moves. Your power move is slaying a woman. That's nothing to them. It's nothing to them. They'll give that to you as a loss leader now. They'll give it to you for their pure pleasures now. That's not getting winning women over. They you you lose when you do that now. Have you ever got to that situation? You realize all weekend you've been slaying peace leave, and then you look at it and say, damn, I lost this weekend. <laughs> and she walked on off. They're in power position. Power moves is why the future is definitely female. When I was young, plus I was not accepted by society because they did not want to embrace my differences. But he, guess what? He pissed. Thank you. He said, guess what? Uh-oh, <laughs> guess what? I'm in power now. Woo! Thank you. I love you too, my dear. I love you too. From the bottom of my heart, I chose not to surrender. This is a real, real interesting moment. My goodness, this is how dictators start. Look at the power. Look at the eyes. Look at what's going on in their head, right? She's taking over. She gonna make people feel this pain. And guys, this is what you see. This, what you don't see is happening underneath you. You don't see it. I turn pain into power. Oh. And I turn life lessons into wisdom. Coming for that ass. This stage called Miss Universe Competition. There you we can elevate all women to feel strong enough, good enough, oh, Lord. qualify enough, and never be objectify again. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Never be objectified again. See, this is where you realize, this is my epiphany. And that's it for that person. But this was my epiphany that the future is female. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because we always laugh at these things about women's empowerment. As a man, you're like, ha, ha, ha. They'll have to, it's a lot, these arguments, which people call red pill talking points. If society collapsed today, you'll need men. Okay. There's things that are protected so society doesn't collapse that easy. All right. But with that being said, there's too many simps that will save them. So don't think when society collapsed today, you guys will be doing this. I'm almost tired of that argument because it's very simple, but it's going to be a while to society completely collapse. There's too many protections in there. Okay. But it will. The reality is I thought the future is female was quite dumb. Let me show you this right here. I was like, no way, no way. Let me show you this T-shirt. Some of you guys have made, might have seen this T-shirt. Where is it? My tabs are all out of order, man. My damn, who, who in the world put my tab? Okay, here it is. Who put these tabs together today? 
the future is female. Remember this when Star Wars came out, Nike released this shirt, The Force is Female. And um, they had a female character, which I can't remember her name. <laughs> I want to say Anakin. Maybe that was a guy, I don't remember. But I saw women wearing this to the theater and everybody thought it was Star Wars, but it was actually Nike selling Air Force Ones, right? But The Force is Female. And a lot of women in these feminists were wearing this. And I was like, what is this shit? What is this Force and Female stuff, right? Here it is right here. The force is female. And uh, that was when I first saw it and started hearing things about women's empowerment and all of these things, right? What's the name of the woman? Ray, not Anakin, Ray, Ray Skywalker. Um, so here it is right here. Uh, I remember when I had an epiphany about women's empowerment when the Super Bowl, who remembers the Super Bowl with J-Lo and Shakira? J-Lo and Shakira, I'll show a picture of it. And they were saying before the show that it was the first time the show was going to be headed by women. The halftime show was the first time that women were going to be on the show or they were going to highlight women. And what they proceeded to do was do a strip show on the on the halftime show. Now, these women were close to 50 or if not 50 years old. And I said to myself, how is that women's empowerment? How is objectifying yourself women's empowerment? But what I was missing was the fact that they take the power of objectivity from you and they put it on themselves. Because what we thought was women's empowerment meant they didn't want to be sexualized. That's where we were wrong. That's where we were wrong. We thought that they didn't want to be objectified anymore. But that's wrong. What they said was it's going to be women's empowerment. We're going to control being objected. And she said, even the woman, the trans woman that is now the president of the Miss Universe, we're no longer being objectified, which means the men aren't going to be capitalized on us objectifying ourselves. What we're going to do is we're going to capitalize on it. And they proceeded to do so since this show, since the show of the Super Bowl, have we seen in the past five years women capitalizing on their objectivity? What does this mean? We're thinking that these women are 304s and they're going to be losing their value. But really, this is a transfer of wealth. And then a lot of other women can say, I can be rich, too. Now, you're going to say eventually they're going to want to get married and have kids. Of course, they'll find a simp. OK, doesn't mean they'll be happy and they fall for the trap. What is going on there? But bad baby made 50 million dollars joining OnlyFans. And of course, she said she did it when she turned 18. And now all men should be in jail. What kind of empowerment is that? You're saying I objectified myself. I got the money, but now these losers should be in jail. That's empowerment. Mm. And men keep falling for the trap. There's other instances of this right here. Men are down bad. This woman is now making $2.5 million a year as a college student. And all of these young boys are looking like girls now, right? They cannot stand. They're putting her up on a pedestal. And they're even doing it at their own peril, their own financial peril, and so much, and so forth, and so on. Yes, this is not them winning, but this is definitely the future is female. Now, this just doesn't happen sexually and objectifying. This has also happened in social issues. This has also happened in social issues. The future is female. You guys let a whole woman... And that whole continue self-described trained Marxist, self-described venture capitalist and Marxist Marxists come into your community, hijack 
in excess of $90 million. Then she claimed it to be hers, then went and bought real estate, and she took the money away from you, your own money, based on your own romanticism of racial equality, which is a poor man's mindset. You went in there and allowed a woman, not Martin Luther King, not Malcolm X, not the Black Panthers, you allowed her to come through and take your money and empower herself. Mm. What? Y'all not ready for this conversation because this goes more, this is elevated. Elevate your mind for a second. You allowed a woman's organization to do this based on the backs and the blood of the men who lost their lives to the very thing they were protesting against. They took the money and they ran. You gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and she's unapologetic about it. She's like, and it's my money. Oh, but about the manosphere. People are going to say, I'm taking shots at Pearlie. I'm not. I'm taking shots at you, you men. Because what you've done is you made her the face and the voice of this fear. She didn't do it. She did what she was supposed to do. She did what she was designed to do, and she re reinvested in herself, and she did it intelligently. Uh, but this is the same thing as the empowerment. This is the same thing as the OnlyFans. This is the same thing as Patrice Colors and Black Lives Matter. This is the same thing. Oh, the future is definitely female because the men are lustful. The men are weak. The men are hoping there's a vision of some sort of, what, transition into morality, romance. The women are going to get it right. They're going to submit all of a sudden. We're going to argue them down with facts and information. You think that this is the answer. And then eventually some woman gets smart and she says, oh, and does what they're supposed to do. And then they get their bag. Okay. They get their bag. And that's what she's doing. That's what she's doing. And then she gets the message. And now she's the messenger. She's the messenger. She's everywhere. She's everywhere I look. Every podcast, everywhere. Everybody wants her. She's even been here. She's everywhere. But this is just kind of what happens to men. Because men are weak. Mm. You guys are, you, got, you guys, listen, we're not making this about women. It's you. Guys, it's you. And that's you. And every time, on every avenue, in every space, they do this. This is their empowerment. This is their empowerment. Sometimes they get their bag and they run. It's just what it is. Gotta get my bag and run. Can you believe them? Can you blame them? I don't blame Pearly. People, I'm not taking shots at her. She watches my show. She comes in. We have our, our messages. That wasn't a shot. That was just an example of what I'm talking about. So you can see it and feel it in real time. Not telling you not to support her. But this isn't, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Let me show y'all. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Let me see here. Let me show you this. This is a woman right here. Mother and woman's empowerment coach reveals she earns $70,000 a year by dating sugar daddies who she meets on an elite site that matches her with men 40 years her senior. So even when it comes to the empowerment, even when it comes to do not, um, do not objectify me, they objectify themselves, but they keep the money for themselves. And then they tell other women how to do so. You see what I'm saying? What we thought was that women wanted to be good moral people. Mm. What you hope was, and I set, I set this up early, Morality is not how people get empowered. 
I didn't I say that earlier? And you guys took offense to that. No, that's not true. And I showed you, well, the people who you think were moral were not moral at one point. They were doing things the hard way, aggressive way. And then now they can say we're moral people. No. They're doing things not on the moral level. They're doing things in the transfer of power. Even the women's empowerment women are taking money from men by doing what? Objectifying themselves in, in a sense. It never was about them being objectified. It was about them controlling how they objectify. Let me give you another example because I'm preaching today. Just so you know. Just so you know. There was a time where Maxim Magazine, Maxim Magazine was a magazine that men, let me see here. Um, let me see here. Maxim Magazine was a men's magazine where you could go to and you can find women of, uh, pictures of women objectifying themselves, right? And it was sort of cringe to a group of women because it was like, oh, those are male editors. Those are male publishers. Those are males uh, pushing these young women to do these cringy, Glamorized, uh, glamorized photo shoots of attractive women. Eventually, Maxim Magazine got a female editor. Okay, let me show something here. And essentially, what we thought was they were just going to carry on the conditions, uh, the traditions. Let me see if I can find it. It might not be available to us anymore because the. Uh, let me see here. Here it is, right here. Okay, here it is, right here. Maxim Magazine. In 2014, Maxim Magazine brings in first female editor-in-chief. <laughs> okay? Here's your proof, guys. Now, that magazine, of course, the magazine industry suffered significantly because technology was catching up, and people can get the images online. Now, there's still a market for magazines, not a big one. But Maxim Magazine, in 2014, hired their first female editor-in-chief. Do you know what happened shortly after that happened? That magazine was done, right? Done. And let me tell you, that was by design. That's by design. They basically said, we're going to kill it. Now, what you think is they're going to kill it short-term. They had a long-term plan to kill it. Playboy magazine, same thing. <laughs> Playboy magazine, same thing. They started having... Hugh Hefner's daughter, eldest daughter, take over, killed it. Killed it, all right? And it wasn't killing it on purpose. It was killing it on accident. Sometimes you think, oh, they were just making dumb decisions ahead of the bankruptcy. Yeah, they did. But bankruptcy doesn't mean it went broke. Doesn't mean that the editor went broke. It means that the magazine, the business went broke, right? And they basically left it there in a pile of ashes. And then they created their own outlet, all right. So you're thinking they failed. Oh, they failed doing stupid stuff. Yeah, they failed on purpose. It was not an accident that that failed. Let me show you some more here. You guys want some more? Uh, let's see here. The give you some more. Give you some more. Let's talk about ESPN. It's the rug pulled through business. Yeah, the business went bankrupt. The editor did not. ESPN. ESPN, you know, when they do things like inclusion, they simply, they simply, what they do is eventually take things over. Oh, you should include us. And then when you include them, they kind of do their own thing, right? They like, oh, well, then when it's not the last ask. It's the first ask. So the first ask is let us belong. And then when they belong, then they kind of skew it to what they want. Now, this is what, and I don't know a year, this is what the basketball show 
NBA countdown look like? Okay, this is what it looked like. Now, in the last few years, and I could I struggled to find a picture because uh, of the current cast. All right, the current cast. I can't find the current cast for some reason, but I'll try to name off the individuals. Now the NBA countdown show looks like this. Okay, looks more like this. Okay. And not only that, many times there's three women and one man, meaning there's this woman, there's uh, the Boom McKay, which is the women's basketball player, and there'll be another woman, and then one guy would be Richard Jefferson. There'll be one guy. Okay, so let's go back and look. Let's go back and look. Let me see. Did I did I do did I let me see here? That's the cop. All right. So this is the this the show here. And then here's the show here. Now somebody says, I'll take it. This is good. Okay, this is good. But then you complain, how come there's this? How comes there's that? Well, you don't realize this is a long-term thing. When you start losing and you stop getting opportunities, this is what happened in corporate America. Typically, corporate America is something like 65% women, 35% men. Well, how come we can't? Guys, this is what you ask for because you're horny. This is why you keep losing. Not only are you horny, you're short-term thinkers. You're distracted by a little bit of beauty. And these people are essentially, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're agents. You know what I mean? Many of them are industry plants. Many of them come from second and third generation of either famous people, people with money, or people that were part of agendas. You guys don't know this. And you only find out after the fact, when the shit hits the fan. Oh, FTX, who did these people come from? They came from descendants. Where did Anderson Cooper come from? Some of the primary families of America. Where did these people come from? Do you think these people popped up with an audition tape? Or do you think they had connections? You guys are slow. You guys are slow. Bloodline. This is what it is. Okay, and eventually, yep, they'll have a female head coach and they tried to push it with Becky Hammond, but Greg Popovich threw a monkey wrench in it. All right, but eventually this is how things progress. And it's a slow, it's a slow way to progress it. This is why the future is definitely female. You guys think short term, you guys think I'm going to assert my power. You don't have no real power. Then you allow things to happen because you're horny and then you get horny and then you get distracted and then they pull the rug up under you okay they pull the rug up under you right all right let me give you another example since you guys still slow you guys still uh you guys still sleeping <coughs> excuse me uh let's see here this uh let me see here. they want me to sign into something but i don't want to sign in i don't anybody heard recently of and i'm not taking shots at this particular uh, industry but i just want to show you statistics we hear a lot about mental health and therapy and psychologists you can get apps and uh the breakdown of the family a lot of these kids are turning into mental head cases a lot of these parents medicate the kids through adhd medication self-diagnoses diagnoses overdiagnoses many of these things later you will find out was the overdiagnose like the ADHD or the ADD industry, we overdiagnosed. Many times medicated more men than young women, but we medicated a lot of women, okay? Now, when I show you this stat, I'm just showing you purely off of seeing why it is that we're developing this empathy-sympathy platform instead of pick yourself up by your bootstraps, instead of 
leverage, even though leveraging is required to pick yourself up from your bootstraps. Instead of this, let's go get it. Instead of being ambitious, we are hearing more, have women come in, give women opportunities, give. And then when they get in, you can't get in. I'm going to pull up psychologists by statistics. I'm going to pull up psychologists by statistics. Now, before I do, I'm going to ask you, what percentage do you think make up, uh, what percentages do you think that uh, the psychologists that are made up of women versus men? I'm a, Before we pick it up, what percentage of psychologists do you think are women versus men? What is the percentage that you think right there? And of course, we know most women that are in mental health meds or therapy, so forth and so on. These are long-term solutions. Long-term. Like you think, you you know, when, when you have an issue, you have a symptom, you should have a cure. We're not in the cure business. We're in the extended 40-year business and just take this medication. Continue, 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 which is to me a red flag, right? I, I don't like that. I like there to be a solution. Let's go ahead and pull it up so you can see it. According to Zapia, Psychologist Demographics and Statistics in the United States, 64%, 68% of all psychologists are women. Now, this doesn't make it bad. What I'm telling you is this doesn't make it bad inherently, but this definitely tells you why we're having certain things pushed upon us as men and as women versus if the numbers were the other way, right? We would want to cure. We would tell people to get out of situations. We would tell people to actually help themselves and we would focus on the men and the women. But for some reason, there's own group preference going on here. And we're supposed to be sympathizing and feeling bad about ourselves and using excuses, long-term excuses, built-in excuses. And there seems to be no result, no, 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 no solution in the end. It's kind of like, oh, well, just string yourself along, string this shit along. You see it right there. 65% are women. 30, 35% are men. 35. 35. I mean, 60, 65, 35. That, that's a pretty big discrepancy. Okay, that's a very, very, very big discrepancy in terms of the situation. So when you think about what's going on here, sometimes sympathy and empathy being pushed typically is represented from that demographic. If we want people to actually do stuff in life, we would have to have a, a, a different demographic, but if we're telling them pull back, stop misery loves company. Let's everybody pile in everybody's misery. If somebody, you know, is close to you is unhappy. You got to be unhappy too. You got to stand around and empathize. And sympathize. I don't have time for that shit. I got to build. I got to approve myself. I don't have time to talk and speak. I don't have the luxury of that. That's a luxury to be able to stop life and let everybody else hop on my misery. That's a luxury. But for sometimes, if somebody takes over an industry, that's going to be the message pushed. Misery loves company. But uh, hustle, waking up early, eating right, disciplining yourself, all of a sudden, people don't want to show up to the job. Working hard for your results, nobody wants to show up for that shit. They don't have any company. You all by yourself at 530 in the morning, all by yourself. But now if I'm in my feelings, in this particular group is the one pushing the message. Now, you know, you got to be in your feelings. Now, if that works for you or work for you, for me, I don't have the luxury of that shit. 
Pity party of one, you're by yourself. Reservation of one. All right, let's, let, y'all want some more? Y'all want some more? How about we give you this? We give you this. All right, I give you, I'll give you the data. Social workers. These are the individuals that many times testify against you as a father in court, custody issues, checking on your household, making sure you're mar uh, running your family right, all of these things, all of these things, pointing out where men are lacking. Social workers, I, they have a tough job. They're overworked and underpaid. What percentage of women, <laughs> do you? Oh, sorry, what percentage of the social work industry do you think are comprised of women? What percentage? Of social workers, social these are the people that are the psych, the psych, the uh, the people in psychology or uh, sociology. These are the people that are supposed to help the families and help the fathers and the mothers of the world and help the daughters and the sons of the world. And this is from their perspective. This is what they're going to bring. What percentage do you think are comprised of social workers? <laughs> what percentage do you think? Let's go ahead and say it right here. You guys are giving me. Here's the here's the answer. 83.9%, 83.9% of social workers are women, licensed. 83%. This is damn near all of them. Now, what you don't understand is, this is how societies change. These are the people impacting the world. They're impacting the education system. We'll get to the teachers in a minute. We'll get to the human resources people in a minute. See, you think you're going to Andrew Tate your way through life, meaning you're going to debate feminists and all of a sudden the feminists are going to get a clue. But what's happening is they've been ingraining themselves in the culture so long, debating them is useless to that point. Even coming on social media, you're risking your own self debating them. They can sit behind YouTube and just press the button on you, meaning they can slow down your algorithm, slow down your growth, demonetize you. Who do you think is doing that, men or women? Who do you think primarily makes up those jobs in these social media companies? It's not men. <laughs> it's not men. And the men that do there are there. What do you think their agenda is going to do? What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to stand up to you? Oh, today we're going to ban Andrew Tate and the men are going to step up. No, we need him. Nope. You think they're going to step up at Twitter meetings, Instagram meetings on Andrew Tate's behalf? Huh? They're not. This is ingrained now. They're in the culture. They have almost what we call they've circled the wagons. They've cornered the market. They control the message. Psychology, sociology. Let's get to human resources, okay? This is why the future tends to be female. This is why men be losing, uh, most men. Let me see here. Uh, we already showed this. Uh, human resources. Oh, boy. What do you think of human resources? What do you think the percentage is of human resource managers? Versus men versus women. Let's show you. 70%. 7-0. This is just the managers, guys. I want to find the employees. 70% human resource. So we're, we're talking about nationwide job hiring, recruiting, uh, Salaries, contracts, policy making, the idea of what her harassment is, or this is what's happening right in front of your face. This is just the managers. I want to know what the percentage is for employees. 
let me see here. Yeah, they keep giving me the managers. What is this? Is HR right here? All right, we got different quotas here. 70% of HR professionals are female. So this one says here, um, they give the breakdown of race and race and gender. Says right here, HR is overwhelmingly white and female with a few gatekeeping sisters in there. It says right here, 67% of the workforce, women, a third HR professionals identify as white. Sorry, two-thirds, 65%. The highest representation, the next highest representation was Asian, then Hispanic, then black women. Hey, look, <laughs> come on, man. And this is not a short-range plan. This plan has probably been put into effect since the Anita Hill, Clarence Thomas hearings. Okay, this has definitely been a plan. And when they funnel things and they have these private meetings, women empowerment clubs, I've seen high schools advertise for women empowerment clubs, which are men women-only meetings, to tell these women how to get empowered positions. And they tell them, get over here, get over here, get over here. Go into this industry. There's the opening over here. There's this. There's opportunities over here. Now, let's just be frank. There's no men's meetings like that. As soon as you try to conduct one, they're going to they gonna sabotage it. How come we're not invited, okay? And you wonder why things happen the way they happen. Let me, let me give you another one here. Education. Education, okay? Education, all right? This, this is what percentage and the, the longest, the, the, the longest stint of education for a young child and the earliest is elementary education, meaning you can spend five to seven years at an elementary school. You could spend five to seven years at an elementary school, right? Kindergarten through sometimes sixth, sometimes fifth grade, sometimes seventh grade. It just depends. What percentage of teachers are female in the earliest and longest part of the educational system for young men and women? What percentage? Okay. And this is, a new change, but it's nothing new. What percentage do you think are female in the elementary school level? Now, when I say these things, what I'm saying is it's not bad. I'm not saying that these are bad people. What I'm saying is when men think they're going to change things without getting ingrained in these areas, because this is how survive. This is how kids are introduced to the world. This is how this. These are the things that are affecting today's world. OK, you got to do this long term. People realize the long term plan is to get involved in psychology, mental health, education, hiring, firing. Media, we'll get to media here in a second. The answer is, and I think this is quite wrong. I've heard 90 percent, but this answer says 80 percent. And of course, this is low paying jobs, but does it matter? Does it matter? These are the people who have the earliest influence on your children. These are the people who, in essence, indoctrinate your children first. These are the people with the first learning experiences. And own group preference definitely shows up. So when the girls are told, hey, girls, you're doing good. The boys are doing bad. The boys constantly hear this message, typically because the female teachers can't control the boys. They tell the, the mothers, hey, your boy's out of control. He won't sit down. Boys this age don't want to sit down, but the girls sit down. 
So you're, something's wrong with your boy. Medicate him. This is the only way I can get through my teaching day if we medicate the majority of the highly energetic, ambitious, building, aggressive boys. Medicate them. We know that in these early years, these boys are highly going to be probably funneled into some sort of ADHD, ADD, early. We recognize your boy is a little aggressive. Medicate him. And he's down there stupid, right? Because the teacher can't control him. Because the mother can't control him. 80%. 80%. This is the public schools. Okay. Um, the last one is media. Media. Says right here. What are we doing here? Where's the statistic here? Media is where you get the last bit of information, right? And so we did the whole, uh, the media representation of ESPN. When they say, hey, we want more inclusion. We want this. And then eventually turns into their show. And then she's arguing and debating down the highest paid member of their media staff. She's actually, she's demoralizing Stephen A. Smith. And he's the highest paid person. The person that commands the most respect, he pays the bills in essential and they get into the position. So the inclusion is one thing. But then when they start saying, no, my opinion matters more than you, no matter what. It's another thing. The statistics of media, it's not as dominant as you would think for um, for the other industries. But it says right here, according to research, a minimum of 25 percent of news and television and radio and the press mentions women as topics. And then they're talking about right here. 37% of reporters worldwide were women. 37%. Okay. Uh, social media. Social media. 54.7% of social media users in the U.S. were women. Are women. So they dominate. They dominate in a very statistical way. But, you know, it's kind of close to the actual gender representation. What percentage of TV programs have a majority female cast? 47%. Okay, let me give you this right here. Last one. I thought that was the last one. And I meant to look something up and I forgot. But when I say, and I, it slipped my mind already. But when I say this, when I say this, this is going to try to be, this is what kind of Andrew Tate suffered from. is because he was empowering men. To be honest, and I told my private member group this, he got in trouble because he was able to empower men. He basically unraveled what people are trying to ravel you in, try to get you tied up in, you know, this equity thing, be less aggressive, you know, don't man spread, don't take over, don't talk over me, don't do these things, basically put you in submissive. Andrew Tate was opposite and he actually empowered and he actually organized men and he was actually making input impact on younger generations of men and he was starting to empower them as well. And not only was he empowering them, he was organizing them. What you don't understand is that was his biggest threat. It wasn't the fact that he allegedly trafficked women. It wasn't the fact that these ex-girlfriends that had relationships with him after a said um, assault, they continued a relationship with him and then all of a sudden said they were assaulted prior to their whole relationship. It wasn't that. It was the fact that he was organizing men. And he was organizing them on a grand scale. And he was actually making tremendous headway, even against all odds. And so much so, school districts are now putting program in to reprogram young boys who were propagandized through Andrew Tate. 
Did you guys see that? And I share that with you. Let me see here. Let me see here. School district. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Let's see here. Check this out. <laughs> this is this is crazy. So the young boys were privy to his message. They were signing up for his programs. They were using his multi, uh, his 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 marketing, and they were making money, and they were in power. And they some of them were traveling to go see him and be a part of his programs. The school districts hold Andrew Tate assemblies. A whole look. This is all beyond the manosphere. They're holding whole assemblies over fears of toxic misogyny influence on children. Not just children, boys, young men. And they said, we need to get back. We need to reel them back in. How do we do that? We're going to teach them through the public schools that are 80% women to teach these boys what's right. Now, whether you like it or not, whether what side of you argument you're on, that is the truth. We need to program them with the 80% of the teachers that are female and get them boys back in line so that they think they're going to get out of line and buck and pursue and be aggressive and go get cars and get women and, 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 and carry swords and firearms and have money and travel in private airplanes and have their own businesses. Nope, we're going to bring their ass back. Bring them back. We ain't letting that shit fly. That's essentially what the message is. We're going to teach these boys gender equality, inclusion, uh, empathy, sympathy, hold back. Don't wake up in the morning. Eat donuts. We're going to teach them boys to be fat. Like, look at the boys and look at what some of the young boys wanted to aspire to be. And then now look at where they're trying to reprogram, re recondition them. Oh, we, we got them bucking. We got them bucking. You know? This is what we're dealing with here. So what you have to understand, there's a bigger, bigger scheme here. And you're either a part of it or you're part of the solution. I say your solution is you got to build yourself and be unapologetic about your pursuits. Wake up early in the morning. I'm up at 5.30, 5.45. I'm up at it. I plan my shows. I do my exercises and my stretches. Do my shows. Y'all think I'm worried about these manifier goofies. I ain't married about them. All right, I'm, I'm too many steps ahead of them at this particular point. I ain't worried about them. I go do my workout. I run my errands. I walk my dog. I train my dog. I come back, prepare for the evening show, cut a couple of videos for my other channels. And then I either celebrate with a Kaylee or someone else, <laughs> a Latina or a Gordita. And then I'm sleeping. That's what I be doing all day. I'm kind of go trying to go get it. But you guys are caught up in emotions and you're acting like the women in the past who used to congregate and gossip who used to go chase a little bit of tail and think they were doing something, who used to go out here and uh, 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 spread gossip about men, right? You guys are the new women, unfortunately. And I have to say that about you guys. You guys are these guys. Some of you Manosphere goofies are these guys. This is who you really are. And you've revealed that by lifting up your skirt. Unfortunately, men are continuing to get things wrong. Gossiping about other men, watching other men run by them, try to pull them back. Okay. All in your feelings because you don't have what other guys have. And then you wonder why the future is female. You wonder why it perceives that these three or fours are winning. Huh? This is what you do.
And this is who you are. And I will continue to tell you who you are. And the people you follow in this manosphere is who you are. Absolutely. The people you follow exhibit behaviors that are feminine. And they want you out here acting masculine and unplugging and thumping your chest. But they got you out here in your feelings. And you wonder why you are where you are. Because <laughs> you ain't me. Hey, don't hate me because you ain't me. But you need to get some business. And your business need to be about you, not about others. Anyway, let's get to these contributions, man. Y'all needed to hear this message today. Now, at the end, what happens? It's a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. Nobody wins. But there will be a going on about life. And the life will be, as I said earlier, people choose authoritarianism all day long. 90% of the, all of the governments in our country have been authoritative. Democracy have only existed in a few places. We push democracy, but we are participating in authoritarianism. And it is what it is. We're going to pick people to lead us. We always need people to lead us. But unfortunately, men don't get to pick who leads. Did you guys know this? Men don't get to pick who leads. Why? What percentage do you think makes up the voting populace gender-wise? What percentage of the voting populace is female in America? In America. What percentage of the voting populace in America is female? What percentage? Okay, it's pretty simple. You can do the math on this one. All right. <laughs> oh, man. It's worse than y'all thought. Got to get y'all the correct number because that question is answered in a variety of ways there. Because they will tell you about voter turnout, and they also will tell you about percentage of voters that are, it says, who is more likely to vote? The voting gap. Okay. So the, the answer is, the answer is 60%, all right? But I got to get the question asked in the right way. But 60% of all American voters total are women. With only 40% and give or take a percentage are men. Not only that, voter turnout, 68% of available registered voters, the turnout, 68% of women of the of 100%, 68 of 100% of eligible voters for women turn out as a compared to 65% of men, right? So less voter turnout for men, but the ratio is 60-40. In many cases, it's more. In the black community, it gotta be more than that. It gotta be 70-30. I would say it gotta be 70-30. And I'm trying to ask the question in the right way and get the right answer. Yeah, so pol politics-wise, if you think, what are the politicians going to push their agenda to? They're going to push it to the primary voter. The primary voter is the woman. That's how it pans out. Not only that, voter turnout tends to skew in favor women. Thus, the politician is probably going to placate to women more than the men. Now, many men come here and we do these shows and you say, what's the solution? Guys, they're killing us in the polls. They're killing us in education. They're killing men. In not killing. I should say that wrong. 
They're met. They're they're beating you. They're beating you in human resources, job pursuits, all of the things. Media. Sometimes men are taking no approach to life and chasing women while women are going, yeah, I'll fornicate. But when it's time to do my work, I do my work. This is just a reality of it. You guys think it's going to just solve itself, number one, or do you think there's going to be a Messiah, Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate, CGA, or whoever is going to make everybody do better? You got to do better on your own. You got to do better on your own first. You got to get your own shit together. You got to stop listening to these dating coaches. Your answer is not through women, meaning the desires of women. Oh, they getting me now. All right. Did they get me already? New, 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 new world order. Your, your win is not through the desires and pleasures of women. Your wins are not through the desire and pleasures of women. I'll keep saying it again. That's a broke mentality. Game and edge getting game is not going to help you at all. <laughs> right. And it ain't going to help men. Not even close. But you guys don't want to listen to me. Let me get to these super chats. And guys, they don't want you to do this. Guys, you got to realize they don't want me to tell you this. They don't. They're like, new, 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 new why are you telling them this? We want men to be out here lowering themselves into the pursuit of women. Anyway, shout out to Daniel McGee. Focus on yourself. Don't try to teach him ish. Self-preservation. Self-preservation. Peace, quiet, and freedom. Live the free agent lifestyle and get peace leave on the side. This is what uh, one of the guys was talking about. Um, about men, uh, the invisible men and 80-20 rule. Most men don't care about no 80-20 rule. The men who are winning, the top tier men that are getting all the women, do, do you think they care about the 80-20 rule? What do you want to be? You can be monk. You, you can throw in a towel. I don't care what you want to do. But men who win don't care about the 80-20 rule. Men who win don't care about the men who ain't getting no damn peace league. Men who win don't care about the 90% of men that don't get swiped on on dating apps. And that is just the reality of it. I don't know what to tell you. If you're waiting for people to care about you in this world, you're going to be waiting forever. If you think men are going to, uh, women are all of us going to say, forget everything we got now in terms of our control. Let's go back to traditionalism where we put the man first. Ain't going to happen. You better protect yourself and be free agent. Shout out to JC says this some fifth element. Chris Tucker looking ish. MC Hamster says ant bees, termites, females run. That's mine hive. Yep. Hive mine. Mine hive. Hive mine. And they all tend to move as a group accordingly. And they know something you men don't know. They know the shit is going to swing their way for a while. For They know that shit is swinging their way. They got the protection for the connection. They got the connection for the protection. They know you out here swinging in the wind. Marriage causes divorce. Roughly what percentage of modern women are marriageable? Three. <laughs> 3%. I mean, that's the available single women, not not the ones that are married. But if I count the ones that are actually married, that actually probably would. Yeah, it would be higher because they're married. It would be 10 percent. Mask man says morality. And that's traditional marriage, by the way. Uh, Mask man says morality is just a shield for people's dark nature. He says people are savages posing as saints. Study history and war and you understand humans better. Listen, I'm a hist I'm a history buff and I will study the history that I want to study. 
And no, it's not wrong. You can be right as a historian. You can dis disagree. But the reality is, I know people are savages. I know people are not. I know moral high ground is not how civilizations have conquered. It's not how people have conquered. Moral high ground is not how people have conquered. Moral high ground is how people are out of control. Moral high ground is how people are controlled. Hey, do the right thing. Turn the other cheek, <laughs> right? People have justified and used the Bible again uh, as justified slavery. They've justified conquering people. They justify becoming queen, kings and queens and keeping underlings and people in the caste system. They've used religion and morality to justify just about everything. Just about everything. So morality doesn't get things moving in societies. It controls people. It is what it is. All right. But you do you, boo. At the end of the day, I got to go get mine. <laughs> I got to go get mine. Jewel C says free top G. He says the W's that accused the, the top G was seen and recorded twerking and ordering food at his house. It's not about that. It's not about that at all. Yeah. Big Mo says now I'm curious as to what would the Saudis do? Who bought the WWE and the women's wrestling keep spreading the message? Um, yeah, I would one or two. They promoted that's another thing. They promoted females wrestling. Um, despite the fact that I when I watch the female wrestling, I'm not impressed. <laughs> like, look, it's impressive for them to do what they're doing. But when they're like, we're gonna make them the main event, we're gonna do this and do that. I'm like, man, not every match, not every other match. I'm not that interested in them. I'm not that tied down into their storyline. Plus, wrestling is kind of watered down now. To begin with, I'm kind of bored of the some of the male wrestlers. But I'm looking at it like this is not top caliber shit. They be like, this is the top 10 match of the history. You guys got to know, man. They be they be programming you to do this shit. <laughs> like what? That was the top 10 match of all time? Please. Speaking my mind says men learn to be stoic and don't take the easy pass. I find that some of the weakest men are often looking for uh, the easiest way out. Um, men are looking for the easiest way out. And you're hoping that men share secrets with other men. Let me tell you something. I share a lot. And in this world, you got to share a lot to actually build an audience. 90% of the information that you know, you got to share for free. The problem, one of the problems right here, what modern men have gotten wrong, we assume that men who win are supposed to somehow feel bad for men who choose to lose. And we're supposed to give you information for free. We're supposed to help you with your court case. We're supposed to just take hours and hours of calls and answer emails all day and sit up on everybody else's stream and waste their time trying to help you through your case when you ain't going to use none of the shit anyway. You ain't going to use it. You're going to still make a dumb decision and go out there and spread your seed recklessly. And then get men get mad. Oh, you supposed to come help us out. Why? I done told you a long time. This is the free agent lifestyle. Every man for themselves. And that's how it's always been. But dudes are in their weakness and soy boy shit. Dude, like, men ain't supposed to help you and give away the secrets. This is not how hierarchy works. Unfortunately, when people are not strong, they tend to congregate together. And wait for men to come save them. It's not how it works. This is not how it works. 
This is called survival of the fittest. If you're not fit, you don't survive. This is how it's been for quite a long time. If you're not fit, you don't survive. You don't thrive. <laughs> anyway. And those who take, those who get secret shared often have to do what? They have to come in and sacrifice something. I don't want to get too in detail. But you must sacrifice something, meaning you have to pledge allegiance to something you might agree to or disagree with. You agree to this, but you want to be in you want to be in the club. You want to be in the club. Take the secret oath. You want to be in the club. Sacrifice your belief system in this. You want to be in. You want to get the secrets. You want to get ahead. You have to put this person above you. You want to get ahead. You have to get rid of your family. This is how it works. Right? You have to put us above your family. You want to get it first? Sometimes you got to sacrifice your life. Oh, Christ. Man, it is what it is. But dudes think dudes should be pledging allegiance. You know what? Here's the number one reason. Here's the number one reason why men helping men for free is dumb. This is I'm going to tell y'all something. Yeah, some people said I'm not doing that. You can stay broke, but I got dope, dope to sell. Look, I'm going to get to it. Sizzle, stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because I'm cooking and that distracts the hell out of me. Let me cook. I'll get to it. You know I always get to it. Don't do that. Because it's over there. You got $2 over there. Stop. One of the reasons why helping men for free is dumb. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell y'all why. This is why I don't go down to the underlings and the goofballs of YouTube and go sit on their stream for five hours because I know they're going to waste my time. Here's the thing. Why men helping men are dumb. Here's the number one reason. The number one reason why men helping other men for free is dumb is because when those men get the information and they start winning, they're going to step over on you. First thing they're going to do is step on your neck. And everybody knows it. Everybody's seen this happen. Same old story. I come up with the idea. You capitalize on the information I gave you and you step on my neck. I'm not stupid. Every man knows that shit. Every man has learned that. If I help you for free out of compassion and then you get ahead of me, then you going to kick me in the nuts. <laughs> Fuck that. Mm. F that shit. That's foolish behavior. Every man knows that. Everybody knows that. So just understand, that's not what men do. And go feel bad for you because you losing. We tell you to pick your shit up. But if you don't want to listen and have the discipline and you don't catch up, I don't I set the pace. You don't. I set the pace. You keep up. And then you're going to learn by example. But you damn for sure ain't getting nothing for free from nobody. Fools only give free information away. All of everything they know. There's two. <laughs> there's, there's two things. That all successful men know. Number one, everybody remember this. Number one, there's two things. Write this down. 
there's two things that keep you successful. Number one, never tell anybody everything you know. Number two, Are you ready for number two? Refer back to number one. <laughs> Somebody said I'm in my selfish bag. I think more men win than we all win. No, stop it with that bullshit. Stop it. That has never been the message of CGA. Number two, remember number one. Refer back to number one. The hell you talking about? I think more men win when we work together. Bullshit. We wait for the suckers to drop off. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all acting like women out here. We want women to compete. You want women to compete, but then you want me to wipe your ass. It's getting crazy out here. These millennials, these Gen Z, it's millennials and Gen Z. Millennials and Gen Z, I think we all win together, kumbaya. No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's a no. We want competition. We want people to achieve. We want discipline. We want people, because look, if I get us all together in a room and share all the secrets, 50% of y'all gonna go chase tail and share our secrets with the women during pillow talk. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 50% of y'all, look at the black community itself. It's self-destructed because women got ahead and men started sharing the secrets. Men stopped being competitive. Men moved like the women moved. Oh, we want sociality and equality. Instead of going to get it, you waited for somebody to give it to you. Men shared the secret pillow talks. Men chased booty. Men thought that the pimps were the peak of the damn community. Men thought the drug dealers and the thugs and the hooligans were the peak of the community. It was the top of masculinity. And that was all feminine energy. This is why you can't help all men. <laughs> all right. Anyway, this is actually stupid because the men, 50 percent of the men are going to go right back to the women and women know it. Sharing everything I didn't told you. Anyway. Any community that puts the pimps and the drug dealers, I learned from the pimps and the pushers. That's why y'all losing. Them the men you don't learn from. And then they ran out and created more babies and more slaves and more underlings. And then you wonder why we ain't sharing the secrets with you. Because you ain't, you're not incapable of sharing the secrets with. We don't help each other. We actually watch you make the mistake and we capitalize on your stupidity. Anyway. <laughs> what we do is we tell you we up early in the morning. If you ain't up with us, you lost. Every discipline program tells you that the Marines, the Navy SEALs, the Army, the Navy. But if your ass want to be lazy, I'm not giving you a secret. You got to be up at 5 a.m. ready to go, trained, in shape, disciplined, knowing, not no jealousy shit. 
You want your jealousy kick just like a woman. We need to help each other. Bullshit. Every group that actually works together sacrifices first, meaning sacrifice your comfort for this. We all work together. We all run together. We exercise. We grind. We sacrifice. We cry. We blood, sweat, blah, blah, blah. You guys are risking nothing. I risk everything. And you want me to help you. I'm tired of this. This is why you keep losing. This is why feminine keeps winning. This is where modern men get it wrong. And this is where men, real men, know it's right. There has to be a leader. There has to be a hierarchy. There has to be pursuit, risk, blood, sweat, tears. That's how you get ahead. There can't be jealousy. There can't be him that and him that. There can't be that. Or else you choose to lose and watch the other person win. Anyway, let me stop. Let me get all these super chats before Sizzo. <laughs> all right. Undark says about Tate, they're hating him for promoting old school masculinity. He says they don't care about uh, the rappers promoting dumb stuff. Example, you're, you're using the drug dealer to push her in the pimp. Uh, dudes are claiming that I'm a pimp and I'm a this, I'm a player and I push drugs and I got this. Dude, that's weak. That's not what, but but society wants you to listen to that over and over again. But when they say get up, work, kickbox, protect yourself, self-defense, push, be aggressive, they don't want you to hear that shit. Crazy. They didn't come down on the rap industry, but they came down on tape. Think about it. Think about it. What's the message that you want to follow? Meaning, what ideas do you want to push through yourself? Do you want to do what the rappers are doing? Because that's low frequency. That's low level thinking. And that's going to actually produce negative results. Or do you want to do what Tate's doing? I would probably say you don't have to agree with Tate. Tate is probably who you want to follow before these dumbass rappers. Shout out to the rappers. You're just playing the character too. You're just trying to make your bag. I'm not calling you dumbasses. What I'm saying is the message you're pushing, you're pushing it for the intent to monetize. It's okay. It's okay. But I don't want men to follow that and end up shot. Mm. Shout out to Joshua Moon. Wait a minute. Who are these Manosphere goofies? I wish I would know because I don't know who they are. People always acting like I'm interested in them. I'm not. They have no impact on me and what I'm doing on a daily basis. JC says when Gen X men died off or when they die off, it's a wrap. Free agent lifestyle is the way to go. Millennial. <laughs> Mask men, CGA, do you think most men want empathy over solutions? Yes. they want Men want men to feel sorry for them. I'm sorry. I don't want you to, I always said, I never want you to feel sorry for me. Even if I tell you my story, I was homeless and I got divorced, great. I never was like, feel sorry for me. I'm like, watch me turn this into something. You might think it's nothing, but it's a lot of something. Shout out to J Jewel C, Sami Zayn, and the tribal chief Roman Reigns are the best thing happening in wrestling right now. Indeed. Classy Beats, thank you for this one. We're going to get over here. I'm he says, y'all better support the coach. He's on fire. Speaking truth daily. Keep your foot on their necks, coach. Got to keep your foot on these dudes' necks. Did you see the Andrew Tate documentary with Vice? <laughs> All right. You might not agree with Tate. I love that documentary, by the way, because it showed what Tate was really about. It wasn't about all of this feminism and arguing. He had a bigger plan, and he was organizing men. Now, one thing I saw about that, which would, would and, and most of the dudes that invested in Tate are not red pill guys. Just want to make this honest. 
Red Pill guys, Manosphere guys don't invest. They, they want it all for free. This is why y'all, modern women are, modern men are continuing to make mistakes. Most of the dudes that invested were dudes that were trying to improve in themselves. They probably weren't Red Pill at all. Now, when they went to his conference, first thing he said, first thing he said was y'all going to get in the ring and fight. <laughs> all right. Y'all going to get in the ring and fight each other. Y'all would have dipped the hell out. Y'all would have dipped the hell out of there. Y'all would have been like, oh, hell no. Because y'all want him to hand it out to you and hand out cigars. And y'all can get in, the, in, in your Stacey Adams and your little suits and your vests. And you can ride around in sports cars. That's what y'all wanted. And that's what y'all want. He was like, oh, um, now that y'all here, first thing we're going to do is the test. Get in the ring. Oh, shit. What? We got to do what? Oh, hell no. We don't want to do this. A third of the men didn't do it. Third of the men said, I'm out. Are y'all ready to sacrifice? Again, in order to do something, you got to sacrifice something. And the moment y'all didn't do that, that was the moment y'all choose loss. Y'all chose loss. Now, y'all might think, oh, man, we don't have to do stuff like that. Well, you a millennial probably or a Gen Z. Never been in a fist fight in your life. Never had to survive. Never had to scrap your way through nothing. Never had to go through any adversity. Nothing. Everything's been handed to you on a silver platter for people who have worked for it and you have not appreciated it. Then you want me to hand over the secrets to what I do. Then you want me to stop my pace to catch up, to let you catch up to me. No, sir. That's not how life works. Unfortunately, it works that way for women, but not for men. We don't get to do it the way the women do it. We got to do it the way men do it. And if you ain't ready, you ain't ready. Period. If you ain't ready, you ain't ready. Just say you ain't ready. Just say you're going to be part of the slave culture. I'm going to be slaves. <laughs> I'll be a slave. I'll be a slave to my, 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 my uh, libido. I'll be a slave to women. I'll be a slave to everything. By the way, what they have now constitutes male slavery. We do all the hard work. They get all the credit. We do all the hard work. We give them the money. We do all the hard work. We invite them in through inclusion. We do all the hard work. They take over the show. That constitutes slavery. If we're doing the most percentage of the what we call blue collar work and they're getting the white collar jobs and they're winning in life, that constitutes slavery. If you're not keeping track, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. that constitutes slavery. That's a plantation mindset. And then guess what? As soon as you talk about massa, they whip your ass and back into shape, don't they? You talk about massa, they whip your ass back into shape. Oh, you talked about master whip. <laughs> Huh? Y'all not ready for this. Then you want me, a runaway slave, to come back and help your scary ass. Because I didn't ran away and you watched me run away for four years and you just looking at me getting by and then watch me hop into 9-11. Now you in your feelings because you still on the plantation and don't want to help yourself. Hey, man, I can't help men out. I'm helping men out on a daily basis. But if you don't want to take the reins of your life and get your ass to push it and catch up to me, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to feel sorry for you, nor do I feel sorry for women anyway. Age of Machine says, punch them in they chest, man. Oh, I didn't hurt some feelings today. They're going to make all kind of goofy ass 
thumbnail videos. Hey, put me on your thumbnails, guys. Put me on your thumbnails. That's how Kevin Samuels blew up, by the way. Make all the damn hate videos you want on me, please. Kevin Samuels became famous over that shit. Y'all blew Kevin Samuels' page up without no damn good videos. <laughs> all right. All right, so let's go ahead. Get, your, get in your feelings. I'm going to punch you in your chest. And this ain't about who big and who small. Go ahead and get in your feelings. Make all the thumbnails about me. Push my shit through the algorithm. My channels are being shadow banned. Push my shit. Push my shit on your monetized channels, please. Go ahead and make sure you say my name right and make sure you put my face on there mad big so people can see who the hell they talking about and make sure you at my channel. Either free agent, the free agent lifestyle or Coach Greg Adams. Make sure you at my channel when you make a video about me, please. <laughs> Go ahead. I need some haters, bro. I need more. I need more, y'all. I need more, y'all haters to speak up. Push my shit. <laughs> All right. Put my big ass milk dud head on there. What you want to do, man? That's how Andrew Tate came famous. That's how Andrew Tate blew up sharing. Share my shit. Whether you talking that shit or not. Put my face on there and at me. Put my name right. Spell it right. Coach Greg Adams. Put it all together as one word. She. All right. <laughs> All right. But one thing I will tell you, I will not respond to your video, nor will I probably see it. Just so you know, I'm not going to respond to it and I probably won't see it, but my audience will see it. Please don't bring that shit back to my channel, by the way. You know, some of these underlings that can't compete with me, they can't keep up with me. So they want me to mention their channel on my platform, which is eight times bigger than them. I'm not going to do it. They're not going to get their name mentioned on my channel, just so you know. So don't even mention they ass in my live chat. Just say one of these skeezer ass men talking about you. Okay, good. Keep talking. <laughs> ain't ever mentioned none of these people's names on my channel. They ain't getting no free pub. All right. Anyway, JC says Tate only locked up because of their message. Okay, that's the grand scheme. We know that. Flash says, Coach, how dare you has allegedly, wait, has allegedly been arrested. Yeah, we already talked about that. Pure Bama preach, Coach. All skin folk ain't kin folk. All skin folk don't get the secrets. If you want to watch Toby run away, Toby tried to run away and be free, and everybody snitched on his ass and didn't help him out. All right, so let me get to PayPal. Okay, because Sizzle's going crazy right now. Toby be free. And Toby didn't tell him where he was running. And Toby didn't tell him when he was running. Toby just ran. Now, if you want to catch up, catch up. If you don't want to catch up, stay your ass on the plantation. Okay, uh, let's see here. Man, okay, this is going to be a while, by the way. This is going to be a while. All right, shout out to No Government Name, big fan. All right, that brother right there, No Government Name, been watching. He decided to donate. First time, long time. Appreciate you. We got, uh, did I, let me skip him. All right. Shout out to Joshua says, Hey coach, my channel has dramatically dropped in views in the past week or so. I was demonetized twice in the past. Just remonetized earlier this month. It is like after the viewership issue, it seems like the channel has tanked. He says, should I continue uploading even though my views are extremely low now, or what should I do? Create YouTube shorts. That's the only way to blow up right now, guys. I mean, I've been pushing shorts for a long time. 
long time. And it's the only reason I bring in viewers. YouTube said they're pushing shorts. So YouTube shorts. All right. And then diversify and create other channels. Shout out to Jay Russell. He says, coach, if they want equality, put unattractive women on TV. They'll never do that. Okay. Have you guys noticed the age discrepancy between female reporters and male reporters? Okay. Female reporters will be like 26 and the male will be 52. It's always that way. Shout out to Kate. Uh, Caitlin says men got married because they were horny. Women don't need more power outside of marriage. Well, they don't actually need marriage right now. So shout out to them. I'll go through these pretty swiftly because I'll do what I have to do. KW says, you know what the solution is? Another podcast where men and women debate gender roles. Yeah, dude. I mean, look, I can't stand that. I'm like, God dang, man. Y'all still on that. We so far behind that. It's ridiculous. You're, they're not going back, guys. Sex sales. Yes. Shout out to Sizzle says you're totally correct about how your 20s don't define you. It's hard telling the youngins that boy at my job straight said they want to be well off by 29. They have no idea. I tried to tell them, right? This is all princess stuff. There are some men that are well off in their 20s. This is the smallest percent. The smallest percent of men that are millionaires come from the 20 to 30 age group. <laughs> Doesn't mean you should not stop pursuing the B1 because by the time you hit 40, you might be one. But the smallest pursuit, the smallest percentage of millionaires represented from the 20 and 30 age group. And those are mostly athletes and singers and all of that shit. Some of them came from Silver Spoon. Many of them didn't. You got to have a long range plan. Feminine men have a short range plan. How come I can't get how come I can't get Instagram followers like women? That's not how it works. OK, everything happens over a long spirit, long time span. The years between 20 and 60. I'm sorry, I'll never be able to change that. And most of those guys that were millionaires in their 20s, yes, were broke by 40. Most times through child support and marriage or drugs or something stupid. They fumbled the bag. It is what it is. King Speech says, I'm a millennial and grew up on the south side of Chicago with no father. All we did was fight and go at it. But thanks to you and Kevin Samuels, I worked six days a week making 60K. Grinding towards a hundred at 20. Keep pushing. I'm grateful. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. And congratulations. Keep pushing, man. It's a grind. Our life is defined. Our life is long-term. All right. Shout out to Franklin. How are you not charging for this? <laughs> I, I hear you. I used to be dumb sharing everything with a close buddy. Matter of fact, what he's achieved today is 85% of my ideas. Dudes have never shared anything with me. I will always find out. I will always find out about his plan from everybody else but him. Very sneaky and subtle with it. I stop that madness. Never tell anybody your plans. Okay, we've seen this with the music industry. Okay. And um, most of the music industry, most of the shit that's been created has been by black folks, and they still the poorest in the industry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, you're too welcoming with information. You tell everybody how the Kool-Aid is made. And then they go off with the recipe and make their own Kool-Aid or they make you the, the manager of the Kool-Aid pitcher. And now they're entrepreneurial and they make Kool-Aid a business. And you in there in the kitchen cooking and they in there profiting. It's what it is. I don't know what to tell you, man. When you guys going to wake up, you give men secrets for free. They either don't use it or they use it against you. 
they don't let you rise up. They don't even give you credit. Matter of fact, if you want to talk about the manosphere itself, we're in a situation where men create content based off other men, and it has been overwhelmingly driven by other men not giving credit to the next man. Why do you give men secrets? Why would you help other men? When other men clearly will use, people will, look, I'm widely viewed as a manosphereian. And not only that, I'm widely viewed against all odds. I'm demonetized. Like, demonetized channels aren't supposed to grow or get any views. I'm against all odds. That's how good I am. Now, with that being said, people will not give me any credit. Very rarely. Not, not a big platform. Once the person passes me up, they very rarely mention my name. They act like I don't exist. <laughs> right? Now, with that being said, a lot of people have felt that, felt that way. Only the underlings keep mentioning my name. Only the people lower than me keep mentioning my name. Soon as they pass me up, they don't say shit. I'll never see my shit. They'll never react to my videos. They ain't never said shit to me. They'll never call me. They'll never do nothing. Now, you would actually, actually have to be very ignorant to the fact that I am who I am. I've been here for many years. Everybody knows me. I will share a video on my show. They will cut the video up, find the original video, and share it like they didn't hear me talk about it. You see what I mean? The problem is, I know that. I don't complain about that. I know that that's how men work. This is why, this is why I do not trust other men. I help the people who I help, and I move the hell on. But getting men to get together and share each other's secrets is stupid. And complaining about it is dumb. And men who do that shit, and they ride on it, I'm supposed to be on the top. And you ride on that and you don't keep working and you don't keep grinding. I keep working and grind that shit out. Other people complain and wait for it to come to them and they don't do halfway the work. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference between me and some of these other dudes you guys complaining about and trying to compare me with. I'm the one. And here's the thing. When I know that happens, I keep my shit going. And the other dudes just keep sitting back doing nothing, complaining about it. It is what it is. But dudes, the, dudes running around here talking about they don't know who I am. Hafiz literally tried to sit there and tell you. Hafiz tried to sit there and tell you, I never heard of him before. You see how that works? Men ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Hmm? Hafiz tried to sit there and was like, I never seen him before. I never hear Huh? Who? Coach Greg Adams? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You can't go around YouTube and not, who, not see a video of me pop up. Even if you're not even in the red pill. Dude, I walk in and women know who I am. Women recognize me in public. And they don't even subscribe to my channel. I bumped into this 20-something-year-old sister. She worked in the massage place. She stopped me. I reported my name in. I was like, how you doing? I'm here for my appointment. She was like, are you on YouTube? Think about this shit. <laughs> so for people to act like they don't know me is, and they're in the red pill, are you crazy? And not only that, they be watching my shows. They watch what I do. It's almost impossible not to watch me. I'm on 50, 11 channels. I'm trying to always get over that. For me to, for somebody to not know me is absolutely insane or to actually say something. So let's just get it straight. You don't give men the secret to anything. 
because they'll use it against you. They'll use it to get over and then they'll put their foot on your neck. That's the point. Don't complain about it. It is what it is. Shout out to Jay Russell. Shout out to Jay Russell. My frat brothers is Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Always said, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't even show up. Indeed. That's how it works. And that's what you have to condition men to accept. That's why I love that Andrew Tate clip where he was like, all right, yeah, thanks for being here. You paid $5,000. Everybody sit down. Now it's time to be men. Let's get in the ring. <laughs> okay. Unless you guys are ready to get in the ring, you kind of sacrifice with me. You trying to build me up. You trying to build me up. I ain't giving everybody any damn thing. Huh? I ain't giving you nothing. Let's go. Let's, let's go out deep into the ocean. Push my name. Push my agenda. That's what Andrew Tate did. He was like, you want to ride with me? Cool. Push my name up, and then you can be a part of it. But now we're supposed to be sitting around cr crying like women, kumbayaing. Hey, let's everybody, all men, rise up together. I think that's foolish. Men in the black community do that. That's That actually keeps people down. It actually keeps the talented 10th down. It actually incentivizes the losers to be on par with the winners. Where the black men say, son, 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 you got to come back. Hook us up. Hook us up. I'm black. You got to keep me down. No, don't move out. You got to stay here. No, you us up. That, that mindset right there is loser mindset. The minute you adopt that, the talented people don't have an incentive to keep being talent. The leaders got to be out in front. And if you want to be a part of the group, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. You can't just be like, it's me. I got a swinging Johnson between my legs. Give me the info. No. No, I don't agree with that. That's not how men get ahead. <laughs> I don't agree with it. You can disagree. You can disagree, but that's how it works. Spend your, get your money, get rich, and then come back and rain on us. No, what? you're not going to get incentivized for not doing the work. Anyway, shout out to Newski says, men get off of all this chicken is pumped up of estrogen and hormones. Make a, making a lot of men feminine. Look up the stories of how Atlanta got so rainbow, the water is tainted, and that everything starts with what you eat. Very tough conversation. Infamous New York City says, if you're looking to build, I would do it in a patriarchal country, especially for the reasons the laws are against you or not against you. As a man wanting a family, just don't want to end up like the Holland guy Asking for forgiveness from Brazilian women. Mm -hmm. Yes, you got to be careful with that. A channel says, or a channel says, but those men will fail in the long run. Yep. Giving men info without them requiring the sacrifice, they're going to fail. That's like giving men money just because you come from rich people. You think, you think it's going to make you rich. You're going to fail. OGA. One says most of the male staff at the school are simps. Well, that doesn't help with the statistics, right? Shout out to Mo, Mo Elmore. Dope stream today, CGA. Thanks for the insight. Thank you, sir. We're on Venmo. No government name came in with a drop. He says, sitting through the annual corporate company meeting at my corporate job, 30-year-old making 140K and just got an 8K quarterly bonus. Shout out to you. Congratulations. My man got money. 
I got money. Faith says, in the words of B.B. King, the thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away. He says, I'm kidding. She says, I'm kidding. He says, uh, Coach, there's some of us still out here, just few and far between, unfortunately. Yeah, shout out to Faith. Thank you, sister. All right, El Jefe says, oh, I got you already. So we're already down. Chris says, I'm taking down a therapist gordita divorce. Okay, I already got that one. All right, thank you for all the contributions, guys. Look, invest in yourself. You don't have to follow me 100%. All right, people think, I, I see a guy. What is this here? Uh, somebody's watching me. <laughs> somebody's watching me. Um, you know, I, I don't know if this guy's uh, true here. Oh, I see you there. Uh, I see there. That's not what he was saying. He was he was quoting Hafiz. JC says many men are scared to be alone, coach. That's why Kanye wiped up a chick so fast. You showed me. Uh, you saved me for a similar similar fate. You saved me from a similar fate. Being alone is for the strong. A lot of guys are alone. Yeah, man. Look, uh, most men. If you don't want to be alone, as a man. Not in a romantic situation. You must join a group of men, either through a militia, military, sports. But these are things you got to earn, right? You got to actually get into it. You can get in a club, a fight club. You can get in a group membership. But you're going to have to start some, put what we would call sweat equity, elbow grease. Unfortunately, feminine and feminized, a feminized men think the company of women is how they get through life. Guys, I want to just, let's go back into the history of the world. The majority of men, their entire life probably spent less than 20% of their time in their whole existence with women. This is just a this is just a shot in the dark. In the past, the majority of men probably kept in their company women about 20% of their entire life. Most of their lives was out doing something. <laughs> they like you were you were building, you were hunting, you were securing, you were losing your life in battle. Some men were as early as teenage years. Like they were competing. They were learning. They were under the company of men, not in a negative way, pause, but in a real company way, building themselves, sacrificing blood, sweat, tears. But y'all want to be in the company of women all the time. I don't get it. <laughs> right? And then wonder why you wonder why you're not where you want to be. And then when you get into a company of men, you complain about what the other men are doing. Well, these men are getting ahead. Okay, if you can't cut the mustard, you can't cut the mustard. Dudes that have, are they're saying they're lonely, that's a luxury. It's also indicative of what you're trying to do in life. That means you're not trying to compete either. You're not trying to compete. You're not trying to be nothing of yourself. You're not trying to get another around another group of men to compete. You're trying to find solutions in the company of women. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, how, how is that going to solve your problems? Don't you know that creates more problems? That creates more problems. Because the longer you're with women, the liability increases. This is called the law of diminishing returns. The longer you with them, the more likely you're going to impregnate her, the more likely you're going to commit to her, the more likely the I don't know if you guys know men and women don't. We're not very compatible. So the we're going to disagree with each other probably more significantly than we agree. 
Thus, we're going to get in arguments with them, misunderstandings, body language. There's going to be just, it's just too much room for error. It's just too much room for error. And it's a diminishing returns. The more I spend with her, the less I become. The more I spend with her, the less I become as a man. This is without doubt. So if you're lonely for the company of women, that means you need to become more of yourself. And you'll never have that problem again. Women will volunteer to be around you. I know people are like, this is not true. You sound like a dating couple. No. Andrew Tate has made a whole life of that where he's basically was like, these women, I got so many pretty women, he doesn't even value them. You know who values the pretty women Andrew Tate was around? You know who values the pretty women Andrew Tate is around? You know who values the pretty women Andrew Tate is around? It's you, not him. <laughs> I'm giving y'all too much. It's you. You're, you're the one that looks at him and thinks he's winning. He just uses them because he's winning. And more women said, I'll be around you. It's you. And that's you. It's Sims. It's Gumps. It's dudes that can't get that. And they want to figure out the shortcut to get that. And he looks at them like, whatever. They're replaceable to him. He could just go plunk, plunk, plunk. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a grand thing, this is a lot of men. This is what attracts people to men like him. And the reason why is he has things that you value more than he values it. <laughs> right? Come on, man. Stop again. I got to stop. Let's let's get into let's get into uh, let's get into the next evening stream. All right. Look, man, I know I pissed some dudes off, but I don't care at this moment. I really don't care, man. I'm trying to help the men that want to be helped. And uh, my message is for all men, but it won't be received by all men. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.